be, uh, you know, a uh, fascinating transition. Damn it! What are you doing over there, digging in that? Yes! So what are your guys' favorite uh, Girl Scout cookie flavors? Samoas? I am... You know what I realized like recently? What? what? No, I realized recently, because I was like, why have I never heard the phrase Samoa before? And I didn't well, know... Well, that's the fucking South it's Pacific motherfuckers. De- no, 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 no. It's a caramel delight. In, a what? In the rest of the country. Right. That's why is. I was like, what the fuck is a Samoa? You it mean is. a caramel delight that you buy with your caramel. Sunday coupons. <laughs> Sunday coupons with your tomatoes. I've never heard of a caramel delight. That's what they're called. One. Caramel. Here, hold on a second. So One, Samoas two, do. Three. Two, three. There we go. I wasn't. <laughs> No, in the rest of the country, they call it... There, there are a couple of na- game uh, thingies that go by different names, like Tagalongs in the rest of the country aren't called Tagalongs, they're called peanut butter called? or something, something. That, that is one thing I do not understand is the regionalized branding of yeah, Girl Scout yeah. cookies because they're already have cut there it's already kind of a limited thing anyway. Yeah. Why not fucking consolidate that shit? Why divide the country? Okay, pass. Brother against brother. Oh, I'm bad. not going to do this. I'm not Abraham Lincoln. The crinkle literally <laughs> next... <laughs> The fucking microphone. Well, who knows? Maybe this you isn't the start monsters. of the podcast. Uh-huh. This is the snack, yeah, snack enabling. Well, Annie's very tired, so we got her. We need to get her a bunch of sugar, mm. so she'll just crash really hard so after the episode. It. You can have it. Uh, thin I also do this with it. Okay. Here, so, do you want one? <laughs> people Here. in England who never had Girl Scout cookies. That's why I see other so, people are there's like, like a Girl Scout. Know. There's a Girl Scout cookie shortage right now, apparently. What? Really? Because one of the two, um, because ba- there are two bakeries in the United States that make Girl Scout cookies. Really? Is that why the 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 little brands are divided? I think so. So like I think one, one makes tagalongs, one makes exactly. like peanut butter thins. Or exactly. Something like that, yeah. So um yeah, apparently there's been some crossover, which like because the lady who we got our Girl Scout cookies from, she was like, yeah, we actually don't have enough to fill all our orders. Whoa. And I'm sitting here going. Damn, and here I was just giving it to a Canadian willy nilly. You know, it's like, <laughs> really? Had I known, Kate, we had friend of the podcast Kate Craig visiting in town, and she in Canada there are only two flavors of Girl Scout cookies. Really? They're and they're both shortbreads. Do so they have Girl Scouts? I thought that was like a United States kind of thing, like Boy well, Scouts. Have, I think they may call them something else. But they you guys are them. so cute. Trying I have two to be boxes polite. of Tagalongs that I will sacrifice because Tagalongs are my favorite. Oh, I'll sacrifice Bill. one for the podcast, and the other one will be myself for when I mash into my face at three o'clock in the morning. It's the only way you can finish. Your alternate ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, when I decide to uh, audio asphyxiate, I figured it's either, like, because you don't want to go out, like, they find your corpse in a closet. No. You want to go out, like, you know, your throat full of cookies. With a weird sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want. Tag along is the best. So, okay, next to Samoa's, what are you guys' favorites? Uh, I'm a big fan of these are, these are really good. And then Thin Mints. Uh, have you ever tried the dosi dos they are peanut butter sandwich cookies. So uh, they're they're oatmeal uh, uh like oatmeal, oatmeal cookie outside. with peanut butter filling in the middle. That sounds pretty good. Kind of hard. That's another they're one that's called, called, they stick to your ribs. That's the other, another one that's called something else. <laughs> they, in the they're South, they're called like West. Vietnamese handshakes or something <laughs> like that. Is um uh, is there still like a lemon one that's like a lemon cookie I with think like so. white icing on top? There's of the it? trefoils, which I, I didn't are, I never had before. They're just shortbread cookies, they're but shortbread I really cookies, like shortbread they're cookies. They're really good. They're called like lemon lemon tenders or like those, Liz lemons or something. Those lemon things are called something totally different in the south. So I have no I mean it, and I think they look a lemon cookie either. with a thing on it. Girl uh-huh. Scout cookie Types. So wait, is there like Union Girl Scout cookies and Confederate Girl Scout cookies? Is that actually <laughs> what it like is? Off brand knockoff. 
which is funny because Girl Scout cookies aren't even necessarily that good. It's just like a treat. Uh-huh. Well, it's just a treat that you can get at the office. People will deliver the cookies to mm-hmm. you, and it's supposed to be for like a charity. Those people have children. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So okay. So uh, thin mints are just thin mints. Okay. Uh, so the Samoas can either be Samoas or car- yeah, caramel de- delights, mm, uh, delight. peanut butter patties slash tagalongs. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Shortbread slash trefoils. Okay. Dosey Do's slash peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny because Dosey Do's is half oatmeal. Cranberry citrus crisps. Never even heard of those. Lemonades. Yeah. Which actually, yeah. that's great for a cookie because any mm-hmm. cookie, not even just a lemon flavor, but like a lemonade flavor would yeah, be kind of yeah. nice. Raw, raw raisins. What? Uh, no. Savannah smiles. Thanks a lot. T- Toffee tastics and trios. Never even heard of half of these. <laughs> Fuck this shit. They're so. just like slipping in made up names again. They're like, oh, you know, it's a so, Fuji So the whole thing about why we gave uh, Girl Scout cookies to Kate mm-hmm. is because Kate's from Canada. And if you look up Canadian Girl Scout cookies, there are two kinds. Beer there and is... beaver flavored. <laughs> There's a hockey flavored one. A no, poutine um, flavored to- one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're brought to you. In, what in, in what a, you guys, guys, we failed. It took you that long. The two Girl Scout Canadian cookies would be maple and poutine. Why did it take us like that I long? Know, it it was, I thought like, you're like, hockey's not even a flavor. We, we, we threw, the correct joke is right there. Bill had to struggle to get the poutine. I thought it would just be uh, Tim's and Horton's. <laughs> That's, uh, okay, so, oh, I forgot to make you guys watch the Tomorrowland trailer for the Geek Week news and review, but we'll talk about that we, later. Well, well, is, there a new seen, one? is there a new one? There was a new one supposed to come out tomorrow, but like got leaked in Russian, oh. and it's actually kind of interesting. I tried to watch it this morning, opinions. and it was blocked. Mm. Yeah, you go some secret place. You gotta speak for I know what that means. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I have it. It's not that I just I'm just kind of because it's new Brad Bird movie. Really, I don't know if it's gonna actually be any good. It looks a little Captain EO ish. It's yeah. kind of like brass punky, kind of like. Well, we'll talk about that later. But that's that's. Ain't nothing necessarily wrong with that. Man, Annie, you really are just like. Man, I am powered down. I had trouble sleeping last night, and then with, with daylight savings. I had like, terrible dreams. Beep. What are you dreaming about? Yeah, fully had real I had a dream that my very nice boss just like basically like drilled me a new asshole. And told me I was right? incompetent at my job. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So he's cute. Um, <laughs> but told me that yeah, I was incompetent I have at my job. Like everyone else, everyone else has fucked up sex dreams. I, I very rarely. I don't. Have sex I don't. Dreams. I don't often have. But when I do, they are amazing. Yeah. I am the Dosekis man. Fully, you had. <laughs> I mean, of course, you, you look down and you got Paul Hollywood's body. Yeah. No, we need to. <laughs> we need to pause here and acknowledge that Foley is a recovering dog. So Foley has had more sex than Bill and I combined times ten. Okay, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah, so really of course you don't have sex dreams because you've had a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> like those reserves in your brain have been well and truly tapped. Do you know how much repression I got? Imagine it's a pressure valve. Uh-huh. Like that shit is about to explode. <laughs> yeah, my, my sex dreams. I like just... that you said tapped. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my sex dreams are just like oh, I'm just it's just recollection. Like oh, this is me just masturbating when I was twelve. Like masturbating awesome. the ni- 1989 series catalog or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that's the only experience Jody I have. Like, album yeah. cover. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, masturbating the Ducktales again. <laughs> Which one um, had Webby? Nope. Stop. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Foley, you had really bad dreams. I had really bad dreams. They were terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were terrible. Eddie, um, you have fucked up dreams. Everyone 
always got fucked up dreams. Cause I don't even have. I don't have what I. I have moody dreams. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes bad things happen, but I never categorize as nightmares. I never get attacked yeah. by zombies. I never yeah. die usually. Yeah. I've been shot and killed a couple times <laughs> in my dreams, but not even then. It's kind of like, like, oh, I'm dead. I was asking That's for another, it. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> It's very Canadian. Like, oh well, I had it coming. I should have had health care. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Sorry I never really. But I have, I have great dreams. I have funny dreams. I wake up laughing sometimes from my own dreams. But yeah, I never have like creepy shit. So wait. So I might be a psychopath because I just don't have dark emotions that I that my mind can process. Yeah, you have like one or two feelings. Uh Yeah, and it's all like either laughter or just just kind of moody, just like. "Hmm." Um, when you wake up laughing, is it like? No, it is kind of like because I do kind of wake myself with like the mechanical. It's not like a lot like ha 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 laugh, but it is like. Cause like I'll be laughing in the dream and like I guess I start doing that in real life and it's oh enough to kind of like wake me. I'm like, wait, was that real? And I yeah. there's that moment where you know that oh, that oh, that always happens when you're like trying yeah. to process. Okay, what's real and what's imaginary? Did I just dream that? Oh, I am in my bed. Like what the hell's going on? But it's still like oh, it's hilarious. And then sometimes I'm like I can't go back to sleep because I'm like that is funny. And I like I want to tell people about it, but like no one. No one's the worst thing you want to do on Twitter is like three o'clock in the morning. I, I dream. just dream about this. It was yeah. hilarious. Even though sometimes I will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last last Monday I had a dream that felt really real. And I didn't realize until like three quarters of the way through my work day that it didn't actually happen. Because I was Man, like, and then I was like looking for the thing that. Well, that's weird. What's not dream about work? A dream like will turn into like a weird like it'll trick your mind into thinking it's almost a memory sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like emotionally, you'll feel like it happened. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes in dreams, things are emotional enough that like to your brain, it's still processed as a yeah. legitimate emotion. Your brain yeah. doesn't know the difference between. The worst is when you dream a full work day and yeah. then wake up and, and it's time to go to work. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah. It's fucking exhausting. I don't have it anymore. It's so much now that I like my. I really like my current job. My old job that stressed me out that I enjoyed but was really enormously stressful to me. I would constantly at dream. the place that you work at now. Yeah, oh, okay, I would yeah. dream that I had the oh, a full work day oh, and then wake up. Rough. And immediately go to work. Anyway, literally nothing is interesting about talking about our dreams. What well, did you do this week? Maybe though? not you're talking about your specific dreams, but talking about the process of the dreaming. Of dreams. At least that's a little and more also, relatable. Rather than just I had a dream where house came to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, it's great. Then my house came down, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, the conversation wow. just turns into a fucking mad lib with just random shit. Like, hey, Bill, not... what'd you do this week, what buddy? Is... I watched all Star Trek movies ever. <laughs> Did you? Well, it was Leonard, Sh- Leonard, Leonard Shatner. Leonard Shatner. <laughs> the child of Leonard Nimoy. Uh, Leonard Nimoy dead last weekend. So last weekend I was like, okay, well, I'll watch Star Trek 2. And I was like, oh, Star Trek 2 is good. And I'll watch Star Trek 4. Uh-huh. Because Star Trek 4 is oh, the, the one 4 movie. Is... That's the one movie of all the movies. Like, you know, you watch Star Trek 2 because that's the one where Spock dies. And right. Like, oh, Spock just died in real life. I'm going to watch that. Well, the spot, Star Trek 4 was the one that, that, that Leonard Nimoy had the most creative control into. It's so like, good. They came up with the story and he directed it. Oh. I love it. It's the one Star Trek movie where no one dies. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny. It's got good music. And I watched that and then I was like, hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just one thing that led to another. I went back and watched Star Trek one, then I watched Star Trek three, and I watched Star Trek six last yeah. night. So yeah. Yeah. Star Trek. Andy has nothing uh, to contribute because Andy doesn't care about. You Star guys Trek, can talk but... about Star Trek. That's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that four is my favorite. Four is my, is my favorite, favorite too. Uh, yeah. There's I... a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot there, and there's a lot of charm. Have you seen Star Trek four, Andy? No, I'm okay. not saying it. We should watch it. The only Star Trek movie I've seen is Galaxy Quest. Because the whole point of Star Trek 4... That's, the <laughs> that's not what! <laughs> no, that is... that is, 
Technically. Have you seen Galaxy Quest? Yes. Okay. It really is the best Star Trek movie. <laughs> no, like I, a lot of people argue that Star Trek Two is the best Star Trek movie, but uh-huh. like the best movie that is Star Trek is Star Trek Four because it's the most. It's the one you don't need to know anything about the show, and it's yeah. relatable. Yeah. They're running. That's the one with the whales. Where they're running around 1986 mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco. It's funny. It's cute it's and so it's charming good. and it's not yeah I don't know it's, it's so it's, good yeah and it's great to it's great to watch those characters interact in what was then sort of modern day which modern now day world. that kind of half the appeal of that movie is like oh it's nineteen eighty six it's so fucking Nin- ridiculous yeah. yeah like yeah no it's it's yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. Uh no, what we don't like the Star Trek um where uh baby Tom Hardy's in it as a guy. We don't like that? Tar- Star Trek Nemesis. Well, you guys being nah. such Tom Hardy fans, you guys watch that together? Fuck no. no, Bill, I've never seen a Star Trek movie. Think about the kind and of I, also, and I, and I think did about not the kind like, of Tom Hardy that I like. Mm. No, this is Weasley be... <laughs> yeah. evil clone of uh, uh. Patrick Stewart Tom Hardy too. He, oh man, that movie is rough. Oh, it's bad. It is. It is probably it's the bad. actually the worst Star Trek oh, movie yeah. next to like Star Trek Five. Yes, like the William Shatner it's directed one. Well, so. well. And that's their William Shatner directed one is like. I still argue that Next Generation was never really meant for the big screen anyway, I, because I would... at least the original cast had its roots in a little more pulpy, actiony kind of stuff. Sure. Whereas like the Next Generation stuff was always more. Man, we are losing Annie fast. She was already tired to begin with, and now no, we're, if we're going to talk about the difference, I can take a little nap. So, did you guys watch Last Man on Earth? Yes. Yeah, we watched last week, man. Okay. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> I that you're just laughing at me. No, no, maybe we shouldn't have. So, okay, I, I've uh-huh. watched all the Chris Lord and Phil Miller stuff, with the exception of I haven't seen the Twenty One Jump Street movies. Yeah. Other than that, I'm a big fan of theirs. I loved Clint High. I loved obviously loved Lego movies. Cloud yeah. with the Chains of Meatballs is way better than any right to be. Um. So, but their stuff is a lot of like super goofy laugh out loud stuff, and it's weird because a Last Man on Earth is a lot more. Is less like in your face goofy. I yeah. was expecting something else. Yeah. From than what it was, and so I was like a little off put just because I was like, well, this wasn't quite what I expected to be. From it was even good. the first episode, because I expected the whole series to be more like the fr- spoilers for Last Man on Earth. If you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it. So the way they pitched it was that he's the last man on Earth, yeah. and the secret is that he's not he's he's not the only person on Earth. Well, that's what you find out at the end of the first episode. Yeah. But I thought that, like more of the sh- entire show would be like that first episode. How can you yeah. do that? Well, that's though. what I, that was I what intrigued yeah, me you, about it was like how yeah. do you make? I mean, I would assume that people will show up eventually, or yeah. at least it'd be like the lost thing where if they wanted to work other people into the cast, it'd be lots of flashbacks or something sure. like that. Sure. But I thought they would at least do a little bit more. With him being all alone, and right. Well, the story they want to tell is like this story of loneliness. Yeah, and, and I totally understand how they couldn't do it. But yeah, I, was I understand it too. And I but felt yeah, it was very. It would have been really ballsy to because a year passes in that first episode. Yeah, like it's a whole year. Yeah. Well, of, like what, coming what, up what? with the idea to have a margarita t- margarita pool. <laughs> There's no wrong way to use the margarita. Pool. <laughs> that was the best. That was the best. Uh, it, no, but the thing about it is that we were. I was watching it with Foley, and poor Foley kind of had a panic attack yeah. watching it because what? of the filth. Because like she knows, oh, I yeah. watched the, all the filth and everything. I'm like, yeah, you were laughing. Well, I was so laughing. what happens? So the whole point of Last Man on Earth is uh, what's his face? Will Forte. Will Forte. He's he's like what is it? Like a virus wipes out all of humanity, and for some reason like doesn't leave any. Bodies or it, wi- like that? it wipes out all the humans and all the animals. You oh, know, really? actually, okay. because just vaccinate your fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, actually, that should have been the first. There should have been like a little ad right just before the guy. Just rolling thing. up. This, so this will happen. He's used to be the last person on Earth, and the whole first episode, the first like first 
third of the first episode is him just like in a truck just going all around the country trying to find other survivors. He goes mm-hmm. from state to state marking off all the maps without the survivors on the map. Stealing shit. And stealing shit like... Appropriating things. And so he ends well, up in the fucking Arizona yeah. after he's realized that no one else is around. Yeah. But he's now he's filled up this truck with all this garbage he's picked up from the rest of the country including like the Declaration of Independence yeah. and Michael yeah. Jordan's jersey. Like yeah. he raided like the Smithsonian yeah. while he's out there and he stuff He has like Rocky's that. robe. Yeah, it's all, all that kind of time. shit. Yeah. Like he's like, this is Hugh Hefner's pajamas i watched and so he picks like <laughs> random mansion in, in arizona to settle down to fill with all this garbage and he's kind of like having a good time living by himself with all this awesome shit around yeah mm-hmm. and oh yeah over the course of like five months after that then like he just kind of like ends up like just sitting in his own waste yeah yeah well, it's there's because there's no water so he has to start yeah. shooting in a swimming pool because the uh yeah the, the, the toilet doesn't work anymore he cuts and... a hole in the diving board <laughs> i did i did really enjoy that but then it, there was also the moment of Oh, <laughs> lots of bullets gonna take a long time to fill. Oh my god, just do Hopefully, a lifetime. <laughs> well, also, sometimes you're not gonna totally, you're gonna miss a little bit. It's gonna okay, get frosted. Right. Thanks, guys. So, uh, this is kind of giving you fully a little bit of a panic attack. At the I, same I, time, you're no, just no, no. grossed out. No, I, I'm grossed out. Well, it was really funny is that we're watching it, and there, at some point, he meets another woman. Uh, was, well, that's also spoilers for, yeah. Is it Christian, played by Christian Shaw? It's fucking hilarious. And the thing is, like, there, there's part where he's driving down the street, and she's like, you just blew through a stop sign. He's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like, of course I did. Why the fuck would I stop? And her argument is, well, it's like, why, what are we if we just let it all go away? Like, yeah. to an extreme, but there is a method, there's, like, a logic behind her argument. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, and I just turned to Foley, I'm like, you would stop at the stop signs. Or, you would go take down the stop signs, because they're no longer necessary. Well, if it's your Yeah, community. and then I could use them for something else. <laughs> well, that's armor. I was a little bummed to find out, okay, so not only did they get rid of, kind of, like, the basic idea by the end of the episode, I mean, granted, everyone's still dead, but, like, he meets someone by the end of the first yeah. episode and that person happens to be a crazy clingy lady who wants to get married to him and like of all the thing if if you have this premise where he's the last man on earth and he's finally going to meet somebody that it like him meeting a lady who happens to be really clingy and crazy is would be at the top of the list of stereotypes you could do like maybe him or like him running into some kind of Ron Swanson kind of like survivalist type it just seemed like kind of really. I mean, granted, see, the, I'm sure the character will evolve. You'll see more about well, the yeah, character. But I mean, like the rule like, of the rule of writing is if you have a character, what do they fear most? And the gender mechanics was a little bit like a crazy clingy lady. Like it just seems a little. I like the fact so what you're OCD. saying, Bill, is if it were gender swapped, you'd be okay. And he's with just it. kind of like a person. That, that he's might just kind actually of a slob. be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, was, that like that would actually be kind of. And again, of not even from some kind of like. Oh, I'm not even complaining. Well, they just made the, sure. the lady stupid. But just from a writing perspective, it just feels kind of like I've seen this before. Like, where, where the dude's a slob, and the lady's like, eh, why don't you do this? Kind of like a nagging, kind of like, me, 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 and drives the, you know. He's not actually wrong. If you took Will Forte and made him the 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 clinging to the sure. thing, and you took somebody like Melissa McCarthy. Sure. And made them. Well, even Christian Stahl, Christian Stahl being yeah. a slob. Yeah. should still make a pretty magnificent yeah. one. I don't I care. I agree. You could not pitch that, though. Oh, it would never no. get made. It'd yeah. be, that would be one too many weird choices. <laughs> well, yeah. well, we'll see, though. It's only been yeah. two episodes. Hopefully, it's only the first two episodes. Like, or if he had met a survivalist chick. You know what? Chick. Six years now, we'll be... Ho- we'll be... That's not, that would be like a win. That wouldn't be like the worst thing that he could front with. I don't know. He is Oh, he does dream that he's genuine. making out with um, the that? chick from uh, True Detective. Oh, titty chick. Titty yeah. chick. Did you see Trina? Oh, titty no. Chick. Oh, oh, there's a famous thing. Her, she got like perfect boobs and her butt sticks out. Like that. That's they got that <laughs> right. girl. We're, We're gonna look that thing. up. 
If you look up like hot girl on the internet, True like she's probably gonna be like, yeah. Oh, look it up. You might like. You guys have never seen True Detective. No, no, she, because the, she no literally one, one of the highlights me, of the show. No one has pitched me on, on True Detective in any way that actually makes it sound yeah, interesting. The only one I want to see is the one with Ellen Page. Yeah, what was it? Tiny Detective. Tiny Detective. <laughs> <laughs> what are you complaining on Twitter about? Like you wished someone had pitched you that. Edge of Tomorrow is just like Emily Blunt is super hot and Tom Cruise dies over and over again. Isn't That's Emily what Blunt I've been saying forever. Yeah. 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 Bill, okay, pitch me on True Detective in a way that appeals to me personally. Two dudes. Uh, True Detective, hot they do girl. do stuff and hot girl shit. She got perfect boobs. And she's like, she ties Woody Harrelson to a bench and he doesn't get to say anything for five minutes. <laughs> Um, that's really no. I still like her. No, but so oh my you, god, they are perfect. <laughs> she's pretty hot. Well, she's got these eyes. It's the tits that actually you don't see it right there. But it's like, the worst. Podcast Alexandra Daddario just look her up. I'm just saying how you, this is one of the rare things where the internet like totally jerked off to one lady, and I was like, okay, I'm yeah, I can. Yeah, she's nice boobs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really pleasant breasts. Are, I feel just, terrible that I'm participating. Are you looking in this? at a picture? Are you looking at, are, they're not leaked photos. They were on the really, show. What are you looking at? Let me see. She's I just want to really, see which pictures you're looking at. So we're looking. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So she's a pleasantly built woman. I feel disgusting for participating in this conversation. No, she's hot. That's <laughs> just fact. <laughs> just fact. <laughs> those are pleasant. You're pointing out those mountains are far away. <laughs> exactly. The sky is blue. <laughs> she is almost perfect breast. <laughs> okay, you need to take that away from me. That's what I'm saying. Watch, watch the rest. That's only like <laughs> it's not a little sexy. There's just one. It really is that one shot. She takes off her top. I feel and then really warm. She <laughs> pulls, pulls off a pants. I don't need this moment with Bill Hundred. Thank <laughs> you. Thank now you. we know. Now we're all gonna have sex dreams tonight. It's only really weird about true detective. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Well, now, well, now we also know what animated gif is gonna be the uh, header image for no. today. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. No, but I'm no. sure someone's like replaced I her. I told my mother not to listen to this podcast, and I hope that she won't. And I know that statistically. Pressing play and listening to a whole podcast <laughs> is more than most people would do, but it is not unreasonable that someone who I know and respect will Google me and find my website and find this podcast and click on it, and they're gonna see that fucking gif of the header. So bet you dollars to donuts, I can find an animated gif where she's Ms. pulling Piggy? off her shirt. And when her shirt passes her face, it's the snodgrass guy, the dingleberries, the big dude with the huge snaz, or like it's Miss Piggy or something where they replaced her face with something horrifying. So yeah, it'd be hilarious. Kermit. Oh god. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> I know, Please I know. don't. Two to I've, one. I've specifically found great things that I could have made the header image where I've gotten like, oh no, I'll just make make it a picture of Tom Hardy or something Thank like you. that. Yeah. Oh. There's been a couple awful things, but nothing violent or sexual. It's always been weird things. Corky but, bark. Yeah. It's a, yeah, corky bark. Yeah. I did put up the corgi bar. I'll allow that. I will allow that. I think the corgi is rooted in reality. I showed that to my mother. (laughs) She just. Yes. She was just like, all right, Annie. The terrible thing, and later on in the episode of the sex scene, she that 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 lady also starts yelling, and her butthole is closed. Stop! No, it's also fucking hilarious. So speaking of dogs and buttholes, so I called and my mom. I called home. I called home and I was like, hey, mom, how you doing? She's like, yeah. So Texas has been having a, a, a what is real it, like bad a winter. Yeah, so it snowed. Lots of snow. Yeah. Well, it snowed like three or four inches, which is not, it's more than it usually snows. But the big thing is that it keeps raining and then freezing and then uh, raining and then freezing. Yeah. And so there's like a. Well, aside from the ice, is it like fucking up the, like, the, the, the infrastructure? Because like 
The uh, freezing it's the... mostly the ice. Oh, okay. Because it's like, it can't really get, it's not like freezing the pipes or anything like that. It's just all the snow keeps every, yeah. getting covered with layers and layers oh, of ice. That's so... Constantly so crusting, yeah. My, my backyard and my house is on, it, there's a hill right at the backyard, so she took the dog out. And Bonnie is this tiny little Never terrier. saw that dog again. Bonnie is this tiny little black terrier, and she's fat, but she's still a small, small dog. So she goes out, and she doesn't like to poop at the bottom of the hill. So she's trying Who to climb does? up the hill. I know, right? She's trying to climb up to the top of the hill. And uh, she's like an elf. She's walking on top of the snow. And she gets up there and she squats, starts doing her business. And then she starts sliding downhill. But she can't stop. So she's just, like trying to clench her claws up and it's not really working. So finally her butt swivels down. And she starts sliding down the hill butt first with just the, her poop trail between her legs. Now, now this is a moment. Where if your mom ha- could have, I know she would be internet famous. I know, that was my thing. I'm like, mom, if Why you had a video this? at that point, and then you put it on YouTube with ads, you could go on a really nice picture. She'd be, she'd be accepting a check from uh, America's Funny Some Videos right now for ten thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh. Poor mom. Poor so, mom. She missed her. Did she just close the door and just go back to knitting? And they, they're just gonna find the dog when it thaws out, like next how month. Did she, how did they get? Her? How did they get Bonnie up? Did they have to go down and get her? No, she was. She the uh, bottom of the hill is where the house is. Oh, she no, climbed up a... to the top of the hill behind the house. She was looking where there's a little half basketball court. That's a no, no, no. Hours. I know, but I'm like that seems like a lot of work <laughs> to just shit. <laughs> Like, like, I, you know, sometimes I don't like to get up from the couch to go to you the Also, you think Bonnie would be smart enough to realize it's kind of icy, maybe I should just shit. Like, oh, close no. To the no. No, she's not. She's not pro- stupid. No, here's the problem with your sentence. No. Bonnie would be smart. Nope. <laughs> Stop right there. There's, I saw a YouTube video this week of a dog trying to get through a fence with a stick in its mouth. <laughs> and of course, with the stick in its mouth, it can't get through yeah. the fucking fence. You know, because there's an opening the in the fence. Was it the one where you pan over to the left and there's a giant opening? Oh, that, oh, that's right. That's another one. This is a different one, but it still like say the ad. I love dogs because they can be so smart sometimes. When they're, they're very selective. They're inherently smart. very stupid, though. Like <laughs> cats can be stupid too, but it is funny. Cats and I mean, the most stereotypical, stereotypical conversation in the world. Doctor, cats. Dogs drive like this. Yeah. Cats drive like this. Oh, what else? So, Last Man on Earth. What else? I, I, I'll i keep watching Last Man on Earth, but yeah, I don't really know where they're going with this thing. Yeah, well, and if Christian Shaw will clean up after him, then I can watch it. Well, <laughs> Foley yesterday was talking about how you found out that there's going to be a whole bunch of ladies added to the cast. So you're Well, they've if... announced that, well, the, who knows if it's through flashbacks or what, because they announced yeah. that Mary yeah. Steenberger is going to be oh, in it. Oh, she's going to be on uh-huh. I love her. And she's going to be on Orange and New Black this season, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, look... I think she's supposed to play uh, uh, Porn Stash's mom. Oh, really? Really? Which that oh. means more porn stash. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I so I think they've announced four cast members other than Will Forte on Last Man on Earth, and one of them was Christian Shaw. The other three were all women. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. We'll see how it goes. So does she has a bunch of sisters? Or... Exactly. Well, or it could be flashback. Well, even in the first episode, they make a point. He does have a little bit of a flashback. Yeah. Like, yeah. When he was like clean shaven and stuff like that. And yeah. I think when they showed the picture, I want to say it was like someone like Jason Sudeikis was his brother. Like or something some, like that. Some yeah. It was somebody. Somebody. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't. But yeah, Last Man. Not bad, but a little. I was a little bummed, but uh, I was underwhelmed just because, like I said, I'm so used to those guys creating things that are just laugh out loud. Well, that was gonna be like, my joke. Like, God knows, six new years from now, we'll be doing the finale podcast spoiler cast for the last episode. Good, last man on earth. It started off terribly, but it turned out to be one of the world's perfect sitcoms by the end, just like we did with Parks and Recreation last uh, week. Well, I would not 
say it started terribly. It was just like no, that, but it's a little with that pedigree. It's just different. I also wish I hadn't seen as much of it as I had because I had seen some previews. See, I not I I didn't know anything. I went out of my way not to know anything. So that's so why a lot of those jokes were spoiled for me already. Yeah. yeah. So I wish I, I wish I hadn't watched. Yeah, it all. but watching him staple the fucking crossing of the Delaware <laughs> behind his bed yeah. was like one of the most nauseating moments <laughs> of my life. Well, like, I do like holy. the thing too where he chastises Castaway. He's like, I'm not gonna do that. that <laughs> Yeah. And not only does he start doing the castaway thing, but he fills up a bar with balls that he talks to. <laughs> yeah. that, like they've all got different personalities. Like when he's like about that. to kill himself, he's like, "Apologies to Tom Hanks." <laughs> yeah. Castaway. Every time they come back to the bar, it's the worst Photoshop picture of like a bar with like stars in the background that just looks crappy, but yeah. it like kind of makes me laugh. Yeah, like it's so that good. establishing shot. Oh man. Um, so good. Anyway, uh, last minute Earth theory's out. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Bill, tell us about Agent Carter. Man, so did you, you guys had never watched any... I thought you guys watched, like, like maybe the first episode no, of Agent Carter. No, we kind of wanted to because I liked that lady, but oh, when I was like... Good. There's no other women in it to speak There of. does turn out to be at least two other women in it. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> in, in a weird Last Man on Earth thing, there's, like, it's only two other women on the planet? <laughs> so everyone's fighting over them? It's really weird. Somebody has amazing breasts. So... <laughs> Probably Haley Atwell. Oh um, man! Now between now, this is the amazing breast podcast. Jesus Christ, no, thinking about this. Haley Atwell is the one who pointed out she's got giant tits. They are. Dylan's the one who pointed out she got big boobs, and we had to look it up, and they're like, "Yeah, she's actually like." <laughs> I love Bill Budrid and all his lesbians. Terrible. I'm glad I got confirmation that True Detective shit has, has great boobs because like to, until now it was hypothetical. I was like, got nice now I'm glad to see from people who actually have to live with boobs all day. Well, it's confirmed. Boobs and somebody who's looked at a lot of them. Yeah, even more than I have, which is saying a lot. So, uh, but yeah, no, no. Uh, so Agent Carter is actually cute. I would say if you got nothing else going on, you just want something to kill time with because it's not necessarily a good show. Uh, but the last. Uh, episode is a real bummer well actually the last two episodes you end up finding out like what because it's so the whole set of agent carter is um is it howard stark that's tony stark's dad Mm -hmm. see i i never saw the first captain america movie too Mm so i I, i'm a little fuzzy on some of the setup for this stuff is he an actual character in the show a little bit yeah Uh, it starts off the first episode is that someone has stolen has like raided his vault full of all these weapons and stuff he's invented and stolen all this stuff and they're selling his weapons on the black market and not only done that but whoever stolen all of his uh, prototype weapons, they've framed him to look at like he's, he like to make it look like he's selling all these weapons on sure. the black market himself. And so the government's suddenly going after uh, Howard Stark saying, what the fuck are you doing? You're like a fucking traitor. Mm-hmm. And so he has to go on the lam to hide from the government. But right before he runs out of the country, he goes, out, uh, goes up to Peggy Carter and says, hey, you're the, my only friend, the only person that'll trust Aww. me. I'm being framed. Can you figure out what's going on? I can't She's look like, into this because I got to run. And she says, yeah. Which is also a little because it's a show about Peggy Carter and she's just doing it just to save a dude. It'd yeah. be nice if she was working for owner. Just but whatever. I understand. That, I can understand. She, that. But but if you know if you know the backstory between Howard Stark and yeah. her, it, it actually that I mean he's her bro. I am kind of interested in seeing the movie now just to see the genesis of these it's characters, what great. the relationships are. Because in the show, they really make it sound like they're 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 really kind of yeah. like really friendly with each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're the only people who really they're stick buddies. up for each other. Because they make it explicit in the show that like. Uh, uh, Howard Stark is the only person, aside from Captain America, who's ever really stood up for yes. Peggy yeah. Carter. Yeah. 
And and Peggy Carter's one of the few people who doesn't think uh, Howard Stark is a complete slime ball. Yeah. So it's a nice like little like. Yeah. But they only they only allude to that, and then, I've never actually seen it. You then know? you should de- you should definitely definitely watch the first Captain America. Movie. Yeah, um, the flashbacks are the best part of the Captain America movie. Aww. Because really, it's it scratches that rock tier. They keep on flashing back to the movie too within the show because oh, yeah. like every time she's like alone by herself, she's like she thinks oh, about Captain Steve. America. Yeah, yeah, she likes Steve. Rod- and that, there's a big thing. A big part of the show is also there's this big hole in both the hearts of. Howard Stark and, um, and yeah, Peggy Carter. Peggy yeah. Carter, that is Captain America. Yeah. So yeah. they don't they, like they only mention Captain uh, Captain America a couple times in the show. It's not like every episode, every scene. It's like no. oh, Captain uh, Captain America, but it is kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And it is kind of sad, which makes me want to go back and watch that movie. Mm-hmm. And the actual rest of the show is cool. Like she, there's an episode where she goes back to Europe and she's running around with that that Howling Commandos and stuff, and it's kind oh, of yeah. a cute little yeah. episode. <laughs> It's but got the, yeah, it's got the the dude with the bowler who yeah! I like from Brothers. Ravenous, yeah. Is that the same actor? Because I like I'd seen like yeah. a couple clips of the Howling Commandos from other stuff, and when he shows up on the show, it's like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, it's yeah, that guy. it's the guy with like the steel blue eyes mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Which I thought he was going to be British because he's got he's got the bowler and the mustache, and I thought oh, he was no. going, hello, what's all this then? Nope. He's no, he's like, hey. Peggy, what are you doing? Yeah, no, he's he's, he's great. Where's he's, my ham sandwich? Where's my where my ham? Uh, so no, but the show is actually it's good. It's not oh, yeah. great, I mean, yeah. but it's cute. And like I said, like the time period and the production values are really. Well, she's at some point her, because of her. And she her clothing. Clothing. Yeah, she she really makes the show. But from a plot perspective, yeah. Next the uh, next to the last episode starts bringing a whole bunch of mind control stuff, mm. and it's very lazily written mind mm. control stuff that kind of hand waves away a lot of basic right, plot right. stuff. Yeah. And then when you find out what the whole what what the re- whole resolution the genesis of this this plot to screw over Howard Stark is, it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And also in the last episode, Peggy Carter is kind of pushed to the sideline, and Howard Stark comes back, and most of the last episode is about Howard Stark, mm. and Peggy Carter helps out a little bit, mm. but it's still a like, come on, it's the it's a yeah, little, it's, it's her name's Peggy on the tin. Yeah, yeah, come on, guys, a little bit. Mm. And so, but up until that point. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be very curious for you guys to watch it just to get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know, Bill. I'm really busy replaying Dragon Age. Again. So much Dragon Age. <laughs> it's okay. How's the Tinter treating you? Man, I had no idea they put the Tinter on consoles. So the literally what it is? It, yeah. it lets it you literally is, yes. Yeah, it lets you change the colors. Is it like a cool big magic machine that you, you put stuff into? No, well, so like, it? the way it is now, when you craft stuff... <laughs> It's the way it, the way Dragon Age works now is you can craft your own armor and that's actually how you get the best armor. Okay. But d- you get... Yeah, weren't people complaining that like so the best armor was stuff you'd find early in the game, you just kinda coast with that, so there wasn't just a lot of justification of crafting um, your own stuff? I disagree. That I saw my some experience. But um, because really, it all depends on what material you can find schematics, yeah. mm-hmm. and then it'll say, "Well, use one metal," and then you have an array of metals to choose from, and depending on which metal you pick, it'll they change your stats. Yeah, they have different properties. But the thing is, is that the each metal, of course, or fabric or leather, has a color. Okay. So you can find the best stat in like the oh, best be... outfit in the world can be just ugly, like vomit like, yellow, fluorescent and, like, pink. Bleh. You know, oh, it's wow. just, like oh real man, bad. putting Cassandra in that pink ass armor you made that one time. Oh, it's real so bad. Gross. And like I had Dorian. Oh, was that a thing? That yeah, well, because there's one armor that I can't remember what it, what kind of metal it is, but it's really good. But it looks, it's like a pinky. It's so, what are the resources they use for colors for the tinter? the same the same materials? Oh, okay. So okay, you okay. can basically take the colors from those materials, but keep the stats that you originally. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're picking flowers so. to get like dye or something like that or some no. weird yes. shit like that. I mean, it's, it's exactly the same mechanic as the crafting system. So, mm. but uh, yeah, I'm very grateful at that. But I just want the black emporium back because in Dragon Age Two they had the black emporium, which you could go in and get special stuff. But you could also, more importantly, change your appearance. Yeah. 
and it really made sense. Oh, your actual character? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you could yeah. like add a beard. Well, that was the you thing. Could, in Mulan, you could change them all together. Yeah, you could, like, you could start over. You could change their gender. Even. I don't know. I can't remember. I thought that gender. you could pay to change their gender or something like that. I can't imagine. I don't. I don't stats or is that no? Change. That's Saints Row. Excuse me. There's no Saints Row. There's no. That would change your romance yeah, options. Oh, I didn't think about that. Okay, because I'm gonna say, well, like, if you change your gender, what would it change in the game? But then I forgot. But like, I was thinking stats at first when I forgot the little romance options would be impacted. But, um, and more specifically, like, I'm sure, like, the fucking cutscenes or whatever. Blah blah blah. Anyway. Uh, the uh, uh, Black Emporium really made sense in Dragon Age 2 because time passes. Yeah. And your character looks exactly the same. So at least okay. in Black Emporium, we were able to go in and simulate, like, I bet you Dude Hawk grew his beard out yeah. or shaved his beard or, you know, our older looking. Our, yeah, just like shit like got older looking. It was like yeah. that. Actually, the age. That. It's a shame that more character builders don't have like an aging thing. They usually do. It's just usually not. It's usually like young, middle aged, decrepit. <laughs> There's like no fun. I mean, God forbid anyone actually ever made a video game where your character actually aged throughout the game too. See, Bill, the reason nice why thing. you've never noticed that this is there is because it's really unattractive and no one wants to play an old character. No, Mister Tuna Melt, Tuna, Tuna Melt, Melt. Of the Fulbright Company is like the grossest ancient looking <laughs> person <laughs> possible. She looks like an old Tuna Melt. <laughs> anyway, okay, changing the subject. Uh, we uh keep trying to finish playing the order or play some more mm. of the order, but man, the game feels it's playing that game feels like doing homework. It's like, How whoa. far into the game is it? I'm barely... Everyone jokes that it's supposed to be four hours long. It's definitely, if you play it like a normal human being, I know it's longer than that, but... I have played... I don't... See, it's a very easy game to stop playing. Mm -hmm. So I'll play it for like 15 minutes That's... and then stop. Yeah. And like, the other you, day... Well, you were broadcasting the other day. You were like broadcasting for like half an hour. I have ever played that game. And you only game. did it because you were broadcasting. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to broadcast to make myself... Play yeah, a to good force chunk yourself to commit, game. maybe people will watch. I think watch. I played forty-five minutes and then I stopped because I was just like. Well, so where in the plot are you? Barely at the start, like not not a lot has happened. Oh okay. There's not much Have to you it, met the so I don't want to spoil anything. The, the funny thing is, I know we, all about we this. We talked game. about this on the podcast. Yeah, before. we talked about last week. Rebels. Yeah, because I was yeah. saying because I, I managed to see most of the game because yeah. the the red letter media guys they're. Uh, they had streamed a whole bunch of it, which seemed to be like like at least half, if not more than like two thirds of the game. But... I have literally done. One three quarters of a mission since the last time we talked. You fought a werewolf though, right? Uh, yes, I fought a werewolf. You fought a werewolf pretty pretty yeah. immediately in the game. Okay. Kind of so. before you're given a, the first mission. Yeah, isn't it? but the shooting's mm -hmm. not that interesting or anything like that. I don't like the shooting. I want to get. I actually want to watch fully play it. Yeah. Because I that think might you be would... what you have to do. Yeah. Because you you have more fun time with shoot shoot I do. anyway. I do. So. I think I, it's a game that I would like to watch because I do like the designs of it and I am intrigued to see what they do with the characters. And, and it's, story. A, it's a pretty game to look at yeah. too. Everything else aside. There the was a. Not my thing. There was a moment uh, when Annie, like in that first mission, where you're kind mm -hmm. of given this choice to like pick up your main weapon, mm -hmm. and so Annie, like there's a, a like a carbine like assault rifle kind of thing, like rapid fire, and then there's like a shot by shot uh, bolt rifle, action. bolt action rifle, mm -hmm. and I was like rifle, rifle, rifle. I don't and Annie, live the and Annie's like, I don't, style. I don't live the like. She's like, I roll this way, and then you you went out into a firefight. Mm -hmm a distance firefight with yeah. totally the wrong weapon yeah. and I'm just sitting there going <laughs> but and Poor then there though. was there was like a shotgun that was available for like like that you could pick up for like people coming in closer and I'm yeah. just like but yeah well, I, can, is, I can't understand. have multiple rifles no it's it's either you can only have two shotgun. weapons right well you have a handgun and then some sort of larger gun a sidearm yeah. and an actual like yeah. big yeah big big gun it's, yeah. yeah there's something to be said for the far cry I can carry almost Everything. whatever the fuck I want or yeah. everything you know 
I I don't know. I played like what an hour of Dragon Age though last night on mm-hmm. my own character, and then just kind of ah, tired. Like, <laughs> like no more game. So you know. But, uh, Man, yeah. I read I read an article this week. That this is the most consciousness raising article I've read in a long time. It was uh, it was a uh, indictment of the whole idea of the geek girlfriend in media. Where it's like, uh, how, and you'd have media, and they kept picking, like, fanboys as being, like, the most obvious example of this, where there's the girlfriend who likes stuff enough to be cool, but not as much as you do, and she likes games, but she doesn't want to, pl- this is the paragraph that gave me a slurpy headache. Okay. She likes to play, she likes games, but really, she just wants to play, watch you play, and tell you how good you are at it. I'm like, oh my god, that's my marriage! <laughs> Wait! I, I felt really guilty. So, excuse me. Really you gonna try to put Foley in a slave land bikini now? <laughs> okay, no, don't. And then really so, I would not. Well, no. now, well, now you know what to get dressed up for for the wedding reception. There we go. And um, and and no, there are games that I like to play. I know they are very different from the games that you I like to play. I really guilty. No, no, but I don't like to watch the games that you We're like there. to play. No, I know, and I don't give a shit. Because I, I do really call guilty. you in and go, watch when I shoot this guy in the nuts well, this was and it's slow-mos. This was an indictment of the stereotype in media, right? Not, yeah. Not necessarily like well, slagging on also, people who might, this no, no, might no. actually be a real thing. Well, well, the whole point is that there's, it's not this, really a there's thing. this fantasy yeah, of fantasy. what you want that yeah. is unattainable. And I'm well, like, well, God forbid, there well, are some people. Well, that's there, our life. It works no, for there us. Are, I feel really guilty. There are a lot of people who will who will gladly watch their, their significant other play video games. But it's not like, while that person is also making Doctor Who cupcakes naked, oh, while well, also giving a blowjob. Bill, you don't know our life. That's true. There, there's one. I don't. I don't. There was that. this one. Maybe not with the doctor. The blowjobs. Yeah, blow yeah. Really nice to get a blowjob blow while playing, playing video video game. Would it? Would That's it actually? Really nice. Well, now you guys know what you're doing for the rest of the day. Fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking oh. bad. Oh. Well, I because give you a blowjob while you play a video game. I don't want that. <laughs> I am focusing. <laughs> Stop it! Actually, no, it's perfect because the order, if it's not really that engaging, at no, least you, you got get, something else going on. You just get beaches on. during it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, What's yeah. a jibber? A little a jibber. jibber little, little yeah, she jibber. just rushed the controller behind the, like, the back of your head, just kind of like... Oh, Tip. it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not actually interested in what you're doing, but this is really good on my wrists. <laughs> I feel very relieved. Uh, anyway, uh, um, the order's bad, but what we've been playing this week that we've been... Or, excuse me, what we've been consuming this week that we've been really excited about is... Tina Fey's new show, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, is finally out on Netflix. And we've been watching that show. And it, I almost feel suspicious of how directly it is oriented towards me as a person. And how much... And what does it say about me also, by the way, that I really identify with this woman who's been living a bu- in a bunker for 10 years? This show. It's... I was sitting here watching it. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking... I'm assuming Annie must be watching it right now or probably around the same time I am. Because we all, you know, because we'll show up live and we're all watching. I'm like, all right, now I can hear Annie's laughter (laughs) at certain scenes. Because knowing what Annie likes and the jokes that go on in that show. I mean, the show's funny, but there's specifically laser-guided Annie jokes in that fucking show. I'm just... Oh, my God. I I really do feel like, I'm like, is there any demographic for this show other than me? It's 
fucking I love, hilarious. I love it. I'm like, I oh. am afraid to oversell that show so, yeah, so much. It's just, it's a charming but that and show is fucking funny. It's, it's shit. Really, it's funny. It's, you know what? You know what? The, the easy, if you like 30 Rock, you'll like this show. Yeah. Because yeah. it's totally in that brain-damaged universe, same style. Like, Polly and I were talking about this yesterday while she was over here. Um, it's the same guy doing the music, yeah. so even well, that. Yeah, Tina Fey's husband, Jeff Richmond, it, uh, all the music He's for amazing. 30 Rock. And he does fucking great shit on this. But what I do like is that the theme song, they got the Songify guys who did the um, Antoine Dodson uh, music is video. Is it the same guys? Because I know it's like, like a tribute to that. Yeah. But that's the funny thing is when they did that. So so, so uh, tell us what the, the, the so scenario say, yes, of Inside Kimmy Schmidt is. This Sh- is the pitch Schmidt. of Inside Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Or uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Not Inside Amy Schumer. <laughs> The unbreakable Amy Schmidt is about this, or Kimmy Did Schmidt. Did you see my it. about its unbreakable quote? <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is about this yeah, woman who's twenty nine and she spent the last like fifteen years. They say fifteen years. Uh, yeah. In a bunker because she and three other women were kidnapped, and I should say for being stupid. <laughs> well, that, the, the 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 cult leader that's kidnapped them and told them that the world has been destroyed is like uh, the world was destroyed because of your dumbness. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the quartet of their faith, their ridiculous faith. <laughs> and what was it they worship? Like, praise gosh. And his, and his, no, pra- no, his, no, she just said this last time, it was like, praise gosh, gosh. And Jesus. And his son, Jesus. And his son, Jesus. And, and then, like, about, Jesus has is, a, Jesus' brother, brother, Terry. Terry, who took his moped. <laughs> it's such a fucking bit. Again, us telling these jokes. I know. I us to explain these jokes to y'all. politely putting up with us laughing. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So my point is, so she, she leaves this oh, bunker God. and she, um, uh, she's kind of just, has an indomitable spirit. So she moves to New York and she's trying to make her way. And the whole point is that she's a person who refuses to give up. Yeah. And she doesn't want to let anyone that she loves give up either. They do a good job of not making her an, even though kind of like the thing is like, oh, she, you know, like the dumbness thing kind of plays mm-hmm. into the whole thing. She's but she's, well, not she's, dumb. Not dumb. she's not dumb. She's not dumb. She's just, she's just been she's in just a bunker socially and mentally retarded. But yeah, it's <laughs> no, like, yeah. no, 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 it's not even that. She never finished eighth grade. Yeah. Well, so she like, comes and out. she has like all this cultural ignorance and yeah. social ignorance. Yeah. How, so how far into the show did you guys get? I think we're in episode seven or eight. Oh, you guys really got into it. Mm-hmm. Did you see the thing where she goes decides she wants to go to school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, I want to sign up for the eighth grade. <laughs> and she's like, that's her character in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. Her, her her thing, and she does the uh, the Breakfast Club gesture. And yeah. Like it's for the Breakfast Club, and the lady goes, Yeah, I know. See, that's the very last episode I saw because okay. I stopped because I didn't want it because I was afraid I'd have to mainline the whole show because I yeah. figured you guys might just eat the we whole thing in one day. Oh my god. Well, and then Foley was saying that yeah, she wanted to kind of stretch it out a little bit, so I stopped pleasure. after like the fifth episode. It's yesterday. such a pleasure. I want to keep keep it. There's only 13 around. episodes. I know that's the thing. It's so cute. But they are signed up for a second season, so there's that's more incoming. Good. But that no, that's not going to be until next year. It's yeah. just kind of nice because the thing about Parks and Rec that I liked is that it's really funny, but it is ultimately kind. Mm-hmm. And this show, she is such a kind person in that. Like, it's a difference from 30 Rock. Not that 30 Rock was ever mean or cruel, because it wasn't, but there was, like, a sharpness to yeah. it a little bit, and this is, like, 30 Rock with the edges rounded well, down a little Rock bit. 30 Rock was also about, like, people on a different social strata. Yeah. So it, was a, it was about a bunch of rich people working for a TV network, and it kind of, like, looking at things from the top down. This little mm-hmm. looking from the bottom up. Yeah. yeah. And that you have characters, and it's still specific, it's still a lot of batshit crazy New York stuff. And you right. still get a lot of rich people crazy jokes with you, uh, Jane Krakowski's you still character. Get, yeah, Jane Krakowski being totally yeah, so Kimmy, fucking weird. So Kimmy ends up being, uh, she gets a job being a nanny for this crazy rich lady. And I like that after that, pretty much that Krakowski. episode, you never see the child again. Good, because he's terrible. <laughs> well, I love that, like... 
So the family's name is Voorhees, yeah. and the stepdaughter who becomes an antagonist against uh, Kimmy, her uh, name is like something something Lannister Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, it's, it's just, it's very pleasant. I still don't know that Look at the Boy Howdy forecast. We're just going to take jokes Guys, at you. Guys, jokes we heard that we thought were funny. So, no, I really like it, and it's so up my alley. It is a precision hit to me. It is a, and uh, it is a fucking laugh a minute. Like, I laughing yeah. out loud just yeah. watching that show. And you have to, you can't just, you can't listen to it. It's like 30 Rock. Like, yeah. it's, it's best well, that's, to I I start, actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, start, I was working on Lego yesterday while trying to like listen to the show, and like, mm. no, you have to. Yeah, yeah. it's like a cartoon. You kind of exactly. have to watch to understand what the hell's going but on. But yeah, the 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 real the best co-star of it is in fact the music. Like Jeff Richman does amazing. I don't know stuff. her light up shoes are pretty. It was yeah, pretty good pretty. too. So the landlady. This is another way that this is a critical hit for me. My one and only performance in theater was in a stage adaptation of The Princess Bride, and I played Miracle Max's wife. Yeah. And it was the most fun. And then I'm like, I'm like, this landlady, why do I feel an affinity with her? Oh, you just got to yell at someone on a stage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What great. are you doing? I'm like, her voice is amazing. I just want this lady to be an ice cream cone that I could eat. The so horrible like, thing. I told Foley about this yesterday. The, I'm sitting there watching the show. I'm like, oh, that lady kind of looks like Carol King. And I'm like, oh. And then it made me think, oh, Carol King, I really like her. Too bad she's dead. Because <laughs> I honestly thought she was dead. And I'm like. That's actually Carol. That is Carol King. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad she's alive, even though she looks like hell in the show. Her voice is phenomenal. Yeah. God, to me, I love she her doesn't character. look that different from how she looked in The Princess Bride. So well, like, yeah. Well, now she's she was aged, aged that. Yeah. Oh. She was aged up in The Princess Bride, like oh. really That's fakely. Funny. Oh, your well, brain she, has really. To be fair, Billy, old fake old Billy Crystal in The Princess Bride looks way better than <laughs> actual old Billy Crystal. <laughs> yeah, he looks is... like a little bowling ball I with like Billy Crystal's face taped on the front. Like how. He's dyeing his hair. Yeah, no, he's made some creative choices in his aging process. <laughs> he kind of his real life kind of reminds me of fake Martin Short in, in the plastic surgery. Then again, for a moment I was like, is this actually Martin Short? Did they just get someone who thinks they're Martin Short? <laughs> like, I like the thing where he can't talk. He's just had pushes it on his cheeks. And then just like, but yeah. can't Kimmy Schmidt is good. It was. It's really and her, her her housemate. Even though, you know, it's kind of stereotypical. Yeah. He's a black gay guy. He's Titus, like and, Titus named Titus Andromedon. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the whole thing. Stop looking at Instagram. No. What are you looking at? Shame on you. Nick, we are having a podcast, woman. <laughs> I'm also trying to, like, organize going out shoe shopping later. Uh-huh. So, Foley's got things Google there. naked Kimmy Schmidt. No. 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 <laughs> so, uh, Kimmy Schmidt, Schmidt is really charming. If you have Netflix, you should watch it. But he dresses up like Iron Man and people on the bus. <laughs> oh, and they're Mexican man. people. And they yell at him. And he's like, let's go beat up the guy who got costumes. It's a fun. really good explanation. So what is the... I never understood this. I, I This is such a specifically the, the New York thing where you have people dress up like fake off-brand characters is it for the tourists that like in times square want to have their photos taken with fake iron man because this is i know they make jokes like this is the thing like fake sesame street characters you like, are that's a thing in wrong. new york that, we though. have we have no idea all i want from new york is bagels yeah <laughs> and like, but that's the other uh, mirror, uh, and also Kimmy Schmidt, the lady who plays Kimmy Schmidt, is super yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, really she's adorable. great. Anyone who lives in New York who, who understands the phenomenon of these off-brand <laughs> costume characters, please people tell money off of this. Like, I do like this whole thing about intellectual property rights, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Who told you about intellectual <laughs> property? Who told you? I like the one guy whose performance is the copyright lawyer from Disney. Oh, yes. <laughs> So, anyway, we're going to stop telling it you all these jokes. It is live-action Looney Tunes. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, Dirty Rock was always like that, but it, the premise of this is also so outlandish. 
Yeah, go ahead. You're just as bad as Foley. I know. Why um, someone called me? You're allowed. You're allowed. Uh, no, uh, the, it, it's it's more outlandish than Thirty Rock, so it's even more like a Looney Tune. Uh-huh. It's so good. I fucking I wish the show went on forever already. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, the other thing that we did this week is right before oh. I came over, um, or right before we started podcasting, I started playing on Bill's Wii U, uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. What did you think of the little bit that you played? It's tr- I played the first two levels, and yeah, and then I really grew. I grew up on the Donkey Kong Country games on the SNES. And uh, it was like, I was like, yes. oh, it's like going home again. Aww. Like I said, if you ever want to borrow the console, the game gets super fucking rough. Yeah. I'm about, I'm like six ones. worlds in, and I even got, like, and it's fucking, I, I, like, right before these guys showed up, I wasted 20 lives trying to get through one stage. No. Which, again, I would say is a tradition of the old See, because I only even played the first one back in the day, and it was pretty tough, but it wasn't, like, so tough. Well, granted, I never played the second two, so maybe they got harder. I mean, there it was, was still it could be tough, but it wasn't like. Granted, I was not. I am not a super skilled gamer, but I remember that my sister and I we worked on Donkey Kong three and Donkey Kong two for years really? and never mm-hmm. beat it, never beat it. So, anyway, which one we, we played? Games. Would you play Dixie Kong or you Diddy Kong? Uh, you did not get to choose. Oh wait, no. In three, you could play either. Did they have like a two-player mode? Was it ever an on-screen co-op together no. for those games? No, oh, which is a shame. Because you think that would have to be half the point of that? Well, it actually probably worked out the best for my sister and our relationship. So, fully, are you I... distracted by Lego? No, now? this is Bill's fault because he did leave Lego stuff out. So yesterday, I started work on building the Parisian Cafe, which I lusted after for about a year and finally picked up last fall. And now I decided to start. Well, that's the nice thing with these bigger Lego sets is that they uh, come in stages. Yeah. Like, they can be built in stages. Right. And so I could build a stage every weekend for a month. And yeah. by the end of the month, I'm like, oh, I finished building the Lego Parisian yeah. restaurant. And so I, I built the first floor yesterday. As well, you should be friend. It's actually really, really cute. Yeah, there's a dude with, like, wedding ring who's going to propose to his wife who's drunk. <laughs> and there's a turkey. The best thing I is like the Lego the, turkey. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Turkey, you actually remove the legs and those are the individual turkey legs. Yeah, pieces. so you can pop them off, and so it's that's brilliant. why. Well, and so from Bricklink, I got a whole bunch of individual Lego food, and like part I of the like thing, it Lego comes food. with Lego turkey yeah. legs, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. I got like bottles and shit like that. That's so and good. you saw, I saw you linked on Twitter. Someone on is selling Lego uh, booze bottles. Yeah, like there's a there's labels a company, and shit. There's a company in, I think in the UK called Brick Arms that does a bunch of specialized Lego guns. They also do a whole bunch of different shapes and colors of bottles. And then another company took those bottles and printed on them. So and I saw that company also shit. does a bunch of uh, religious Lego stuff. They have what? a Lego Jesus minifigure you can really? buy. And like yep. religious like Lego props. Yeah, I love that they do. They have that and then also like a bunch of military because that's What's what the, the internet saddest about. thing? No, it's not sad, but kind of depressing would be people really into Lego but no religious Lego. <laughs> Like, I'm sure like, if, we, if we go to that Lego convention a, next weekend, someone's Bible. gonna have, like, a let. What? You, I remember there was a dude who did recreate well, the Bible be easy to in make. Lego form. Oh, I think that someone just made a Bible made no, out no, no, of Lego, no. which would be he super shot, fucking easy. shot critical scenes from the Bible, and then they, they did it as a website, and then they caught it. They put it in a book. I think it may have been a joke. This is, but at a certain Jesus point, need to be crucified if, if you he can't just be. hundreds of hours making a Lego Bible, is it a joke anymore? <laughs> So, speaking of Lego, next weekend in, here in Portland, Oregon, is the uh, Bricks Cascade Lego Convention. We're totally going to go. At the Lego, at the, not the Lego Convention it's Center. The Convention Center, yeah. refer to it. It's like, the <laughs> Lego it's Convention Center. Oh, no! <laughs> Foley made an R2-D2 with a turkey for a head. Or he's wearing it like a turkey as a hat. How did you know? <laughs> That's pretty good. That is hilarious. That's Thanksgiving R two D two. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it sounds like go. we might be going to that. Yeah. Is that both days next weekend? 
Uh, it's Saturday and Sunday, but we're just going to go. Okay, because I know some smaller conventions may just be one day or something like I that. I think it may be... Um, yeah, no, it is both days. It's really interesting, though, because they have it for $50, you can go as an exhibitor. And they're talking about, like, oh, we're going to have special panels and they everything. They want you to exhibitors. go to everything. Well, it's like, yeah, it's really interesting. For one thing, they say, if you commit to spending this $50, we expect you to come the full weekend. And I'm like, wow, fuck you that you need to say that, A. And B, I was like, what are all these? I'm like, oh, special as panels. As an exhibitor? Yeah. Well, it makes sense because if you're going to exhibit, you'd think, well, well, the thing why is, would is you only show as an exhibitor? Mean, would you show up? Why would you only show up one day? Mean it doesn't that you're mean what, It doesn't mean what the comics like being a comic. Yeah, it's exhibitor. not like oh, really? that. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. It just means that you're there as an AFOL. So, so if I pay fifty bucks and I want to sh- uh, steal Foley's idea and have a turkey-headed <laughs> RTD two, uh-huh. they want me to show up at like both days, like be there like twelve hours a day. Yeah, I think there's they, actually a third day. Throw me out when all I want to do is leave anyway. It was one of those statements where I'm like, oh man, there was drama. Something happened. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I was looking at all the, I'm like, well, what are the panels? Are they about building techniques or, like, anything like that? And I'm like, no, it's just, like, build a car, blind bag building. It's, like, it's like where you can't see the pieces. You have to build it by feel. Like, oh, I saw something. blind bag do they, building. Do they not have a panel that's trying to, like, identify blind bag Lego parts, though? I think they... that should be that a That should be a useful yeah, skill. Especially for, like, yeah. Series 14. They do it every year. Whatever new series that just yeah. came out. Like, okay, here's how you figure out which one is Frankenstein. Oh, oh my Lego. God. Yeah, that'd be fucking fantastic. <laughs> that'd be a useful skill. So, yeah. So, yeah. Next week, guys, will be even more intolerable about Lego, if you can imagine it. Um, so. Bill, tell me about Star Wars Rebels. You guys... Never... No, you guys no, don't care about no, Star Wars. No, I mean, no. well, I care about no. Star Wars, but I've never seen Star Wars. Seen nor this Rebels. is actually one of the cooler dramatic developments in the Star Wars. Universe. So, I'm, and this is actually canon too. Oh, that's supposed pretty, that's to be canon. Because so. let's see, because you, you, you have been lukewarm on Rebels, right? Uh, Rebels is kind of terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. spoilers for Star Wars Rebels. I'll let you know in the outset. So, Star Wars Rebels takes place five years before the events of the first Star Wars movie. Okay. Okay. And um, so this is something that ties Rebels into the Clone Wars TV show that this, mm-hmm. these same people were working on that got shut down when Lucas sold Disney and Lucasfilm. Right. And um, so, Clone Wars, the whole gist of Clone Wars was supposed to be showing uh, what happens to Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi between the events of, like, the second and third uh, uh, prequel movie. Mm-hmm. And Clone Wars always sounded like garbage because not only that, who you know, who cares about the prequels, but for this Clone Wars animated show, they also came up with, like, Anakin Skywalker. They gave him, like, a student that he's supposed to mm-hmm. teach, this this um, Padawan learner named Ahsoka Tano. Okay. She's, like, this orange-skinned Oompa Loompa-looking girl. Mm-hmm. She's, like, 15, but he, like, the idea that Jed, uh, the Jedi Knights are all, like, Anakin Skywalker, you have a problem with authority, so we're going to uh, teach you how to respect authority by giving you someone you have to be responsible for. By giving for. you a home alone. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully you'll learn something when you have to, like, yeah, teach someone how to be, like, not a fuck, uh, fucking dickhead. Yeah. And so she shows up, and she's all, like, she's a 15-year-old girl, and she's like, ah, I'm a Jedi Knight. I know what's best. And she's, like, all I've given her goofy nicknames. Like, she never yeah. refers to Anakin as Anakin. She always just calls him Sky Guy. Because oh, he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I bet Conley. Conley just no, I remember Conley. Oh no, we've Conley talked about, had Conley, about this. Yeah. Conley, if Conley is to believe, <laughs> Conley hated this character as much as I did. But now, uh, this character is actually a lot of people's favorite characters. She's also one of me, my favorite characters. She's also mm-hmm. one of Conley's favorite characters because mm-hmm. she actually grows up over the course sure. of the Clone Wars show. And the show was on for like six years. So she, even though the show only takes place over the course of like maybe two years, so yeah. Be, like, there was, like, six seasons. Yeah. And she actually does kind of grow up and become more responsible and mature. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is the Clone Wars 
ends with her actually deciding to leave the Jedi Order. There's a uh, there's an episode where there's the whole episode arc, multi episode arc, where she gets accused of murder, mm. and she gets accused by murder by the rest of the Jedi Order, mm. falsely accused. Okay. She clears her name, but she's so pissed off the Jedi right. Order at yeah. being so lazy and not being able to figure out like what was going on. She decides like you know this not even a pissed off way, but she's like I can't be part of this order. You guys yeah. really don't know what the hell you're doing, and she leaves, and it's a huge dramatic thing. And it's also great because she's also one of the rare female characters in Star Wars. She uh, she grows up and she's actually interesting, badass, and she's conflicted. Yeah. And she's actually more interesting than the rest, most of the rest of the right. Jedi. Yeah. That's the last thing you see of her on that show before the show ends. Uh-huh. And so everyone's been really like, what happened to that character? Because she doesn't die or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like, she just kind of wanders off in the sunset. And this last episode of the first season of Rebels, she comes back. And because Rebels... It's it, Rebels is taking place five years before the first Star Wars movies, but 15 years after the last Star Wars movie. Yeah. So now it's been 15 years since all that stuff happened. So now where she used to be a 15-year-old Jedi Knight, kind of wandered away from the, from the Jedi Order. Now she comes back. She's actually one of the founders of the Rebel Alliance. She's oh. this 30-year-old super badass, one of the few okay, Jedi left rad. in the galaxy. That's right. Yeah, because when Star Wars Rebels is all about this little pirate crew who, are, they're kind of like working with the, the Rebels a little bit, but they're just trying to survive, trying to keep them getting you know fucked up by the Empire. Yeah. And the last episode is them essentially being inaugurated into the Rebel Alliance. Uh-huh. And the, they're, the, the, the one contact with them is this super, super secret person that they have made able to meet, and they finally find out that this person is this Ahsoka Tano person. Oh, that's Which, great. to them, who she is doesn't yeah, really mean anything. Mean anything. But, as you are all like, oh shit! <laughs> she's a really cool character, and yeah. like again, super badass. And even in this timeline, she's pretty much the only Jedi in that universe who isn't like an old man, yeah, or like a little whiny farm boy. She's actually <laughs> yeah. like a Jedi in her prime. Yeah, and you see her for ten, like literally, it's only ten seconds, uh, ten seconds at the end of the last episode. She yeah. shows up and says, "My name's Ahsoka Tano." Yeah, and it's yeah. like, ah, and yeah. and then the episode ends. Well, the other because she was a student of uh, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. It sets up too. Well, also at the this last episode of Rebels, they also kill off. They came up with like this kind of like Darth Vader substitute mm-hmm. for the first season that they do kill off, mm-hmm. and Darth Vader steps in. So now he's officially on uh, mm. the track of uh, the, yeah. these Rebels, who are now also in contact with this ex student of oh, Anakin yeah, Skywalker, yeah. No. totally mm. setting up like Anakin Skywalker have, uh, having to fight. Or somehow be mm-hmm. some kind of contact with his ex student of his, and it's also extra interesting because the whole gist of like Darth Vader is that like he's he's pissed off at the Jedi Order because he feels like he was betrayed by them or whatever. Yeah, but the student because she was she like, wrong too. Yeah, she was wrong too. And he, if anything, he she's the one person in this entire universe where. Like who has who has his number? No yeah. one knows who he is, but he has no reason to be justified angry at her or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. If anything, he failed her a long time ago. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see. It's a dynamic that no one's ever had with Darth Vader before. Yeah. And so if they show up, and but man, the rebels have been kind of bad. But this is the one chance to maybe in the future yeah. kind of get better. Correct. Cor- but it's also what? just or as much. They can take this beautiful opportunity and just shit it. all over. That's it. what I can already. You know, it's 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 like so with rebels. Uh huh. Have you guys seen that cat video? It's a, like a fat Persian cat on the yeah, table. On the table with the glass. With the glass. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and, and I, I narrated it for Annie. Like, yesterday. This is so the creators of Rebels are the cat. Ahsoka Tana is the glass, and I'm the woman behind the camera going, "No, no, don't, don't, don't you fucking dare!" And the, and the creators of Rebels are kind of push it towards the edge, push it towards the edge, and I know it's inevitable. They're just finally going to turn to me and go, "Look, fuck you," and break it. And I'm going to fucking strangle the shit out of those cat people who make Star Wars Rebels. But... Well, thank you for putting it in terms that I can understand. 
I very much. In layman's terms, yeah. So that that's my relationship with Star Wars oh, animated Bill. bullshit well, right now. Well, I hope that it will not be shitty. <laughs> so yeah, if you I'm see really anyone freak wow. out online about like a hot so lady who looks like an Oompa Loompa, yeah. that's the, <laughs> cool. she has two lightsabers. That's who I'm talking about. All right, so, fair Ahsoka enough. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. So do bros just call her Ahsoka? Yeah, just Ahsoka. Okay. Okay. All right. I have nothing else to say. Though. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. No, I don't know. I'm low energy. One and now, yeah, you guys have picked up your second <laughs> like one. I'm like, talking. no, I'm just uh, like Ahsoka Tano. I'm all wistful. I'm like, I like. I know. So cool. Well, Bill, I really hope that's like a really promising. Especially in Star Wars, something I like so much, and she's actually one of the rare. She's actually, if you're gonna connect like the original trilogy era of Star Wars to the prequel era, she's a great like kind of linchpin character to have. But again, because she's such a great character that actually is beloved by so many people who really into the Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, yeah, if they fuck it up, man, that's gonna be a major fuck up. It's not just like oh, Lando showed up and he sounded old and that was yeah. kind of weird for an episode but yeah, yeah it's like oh man oh, so oh, well the other thing she's gotta die because like none of these none of like she's she's not around for the original movies yeah and it's not like any of these rebels characters they came up so it's, everyone's just assuming that they're probably gonna die trying to get like the death star plans to princess leia at the beginning sure. of the first star wars movie so bill are you trying to tell me that you've been hurt by star wars before but now you have a new hope oh. yeah where I read Bill's notes of the week that was often learning things for the first time definitely reading them for the first time so let's go on this journey bear together. with us please a Russian version of the new and much longer Tomorrowland trailer leaked on Saturday multiverse car stuff notes Bill and house a house shows up that's the one thing that always I forget is that to other people um Hugh Laurie is not he's house he's not Brian Laurie he's, yeah he's, he's not house. Brian Laurie or Jesus let's put this way I thought about putting like this was, just calling him Fried Lord Jesus Wooster, and I figured no, barely anyone would understand. See, he's Birdie Wooster to me. He, he's just a professional idiot. And so it's I don't so know funny how many people are going to see Tomorrowland, and when he opens his mouth, assuming he speaks in an English accent, they're yeah. going to be like, What the? <laughs> he ain't American. Why does he sound like he's French fries, uh, not freedom fries? The real surprise will be we watched the Russian trailer. Uh, he's that's actually he's the only one not dubbed. He speaks Russian during out the entirety of Tomorrowland. Did you hear? Oh, that's right. Why does he? Why do they let Russians in Wait, why are you... Fuck. Disney... I Disney hated communists. They... Oh, Disney would be rolling over his grave knowing there's a Russian Disneyland Tomorrowland trailer. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I guess uh, tomorrow, uh, we're recording this on Sunday. I guess on Monday, they're supposed to be putting out a new... I, I think it's supposed to be the trailer for Tomorrowland. And it shows a lot more crazy shit about that movie. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little more of a whimsical movie, a but it definitely yeah. makes it more it like action-packed. It looks kind of badass. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's something like, with, it, I would presume her little sister. Yeah. And just so have a relationship between sisters. Is, like, I went back know? to look at what the original press release, when they were talking about the, what the plot is supposed to be, and they do mention, like, the, the, the main character is supposed to be 
an old aging inventor, which I'm assuming that's uh, George Clooney, mm-hmm. uh, a teenage girl, and a, a prepubescent girl. So mm. I'm assuming that, like, I don't know if it's supposed to be your sister or what, but yeah, there's another lady who shows up. And then, then House shows up. Just <laughs> then House. George, well, and George the trailer. Clooney hanging out with some little girls. So there's, like, there's a fucking <laughs> ghost dog, which that's where they have ghost dogs in that, because I think it'd be ghosts. <laughs> and when she tries to pet it, it barks, but it makes kind of weird holographic sound. <laughs> boom, boom. I'm like, dogs don't sound like that. They're fucked up. And there's a there's a there's a, a, a rocket ship uh-huh. that they stole from the set of that the, the failed live action Bioshock movie. That's right. That that when that was supposed to end with a big steampunk rocket ship. <laughs> and then there's also she's in a car and suddenly she's fart flying. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that doesn't deserve so, my laughter. So Brad Bird was on Twitter yesterday teasing this trailer that's supposed to leak tomorrow. Uh-huh. And I sent him a tweet, uh, tweet saying, hey, can you add poots to her butt so it makes it look like she's fart flying in the and... wheat field? No response, but I, I would hope that he read that and got really pissed off. Oh, I, Bill. Nothing makes me happy. Brad hey, Bird seems hey, like Brad a... Bird, I respect your work. Fart joke. <laughs> it seems to be so high strong. It seems like he'd be a fun person to fuck with. It's just a while I'm an anonymous fan. He can't come after me. This is the worst oh, trolling no. you ever do on the internet is say, hey, add, I add poots. Add poots. <laughs> add poots to the Tomorrowland girl. So, yeah. No, so it looks kind of cool. And there's yeah. kind of stuff. And there's like, they're being chased by dudes with green guns. And there's robots punching each other. I'm down. I like Brad Bird's films. Yeah. I would go see, see his latest the cinematic work. for this now? They released Oh, it's poster? ridiculous. So it's tomorrow. Did you lose something? I cool? dropped a Lego. Oh, my God. Oh, it's you right there. with your foot. Yeah, yeah, my feet's got magnets. Good job. <laughs> Actually, just the sheer Plastic. gravity of my body. Just kind of like small Lego pieces are just so, yes. small enough to be affected, like, yeah. I'm sorry. There in my orbit. Tr- we were talking about Tomorrowland. <laughs> sorry. Um, we, uh, no, there was... The poster came out. Oh, did you Love you, poster? No. There, it's... it's it's George Clooney, and then is he a, naked? No. Sorry. Yeah, and he's giving a gynecology thing to the girl. <laughs> no, that's my funny. He's putting on mask, oh, and he's got God, and he's, no, and he's no. got he, he's got the speculum. And she's yeah, the best like, part of that. I wish this was a video cast because Holly, at the start of that sentence, somehow started to high five Bill and then bailed out. <laughs> Oh, your arm wilted. Why did the girls hide behind a bush? Oh my god. So, okay. but no, what the fuck is with this blurry boy child? So, yeah, the poster, poster. The, I guess, supposed to be the final Tomorrowland poster. And so, it's That's a picture of Tomorrowland. Uh-huh. And then it's got George Clooney in the foreground. And this blurry Photoshop small boy. What? And no girl. Yeah. Who seems to be the main, the actual main protagonist yeah. of the movie is nowhere to be seen. And, like, this badly Photoshopped in, like, well, I, I thought it was like, is this supposed to be like somehow child George Clooney? Yeah, because it's, it looks like an old 1950s kid yeah. who's kind of dressed like, huh. you know, dipshit. Like, I wonder if he got stuck somewhere and he's been like, I don't know, maybe because <laughs> I don't know. lost interest in that sentence. I don't know. Well, it's fucking Damon Lindelof is also in high Who the fuck yeah. knows? It, it'll it be a beautiful be movie. That, I mean, I like Brad Bird as a director. Yeah. He's never made a movie he that wasn't my worth like Mission Impossible. $15. That was a good. Actually, I still like Ghost the... Protocol. I still like the third one, but JJ Abrams. The third one's, the third one's pretty fun. <laughs> Which is terrible to say now because no. everyone hates him for Star Trek. The third one, the third one's pretty. Actually, the third I one's really the good. Mission Impossible series in general has been yeah. pretty fun. It's I've never seen the second good. one, but the first, third, fourth, eighth, and the <laughs> thirty second. Yeah. The thirty second <laughs> one is uh, it's pretty wicked because it's what is it? It's no, a uh, the Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift three. Man, what the thirty 
the second one was directed by the same guy who who did the auto tuning for the Kimmy Schmidt theme song. All right, moving on. No, but then next. I was yes. uh, the only reason I would assume yes. that maybe little kid George Clooney is that like Brad Bird's whole thing is like let special people be special, mm-hmm. and I wonder if it's the thing where like George Clooney's supposed to be like a super like super smart kid who got like stuck in the multiverse of, like between our world and Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. and he's been like he's been concocting shit because he's a mad genius, and mm-hmm. the movies are going to be all about Brad Bird saying hey I'm super smart and oh, George Clooney's character super smart so shut up and leave me alone and make me make beautiful things I hate everyone else. <laughs> Like the Incredibles is all like superheroes. Man, wouldn't it be cool if everyone just knew that we were superheroes and fuck everyone else? And then like fucking Ratatouille is all like, yeah, I'm a chef, I'm a rat, fuck everyone else. Let me be special. I don't want anyone else to get the credit for this. Like that's the whole thing. Even the Iron Giant's like, I kill people, fuck you, I kill people now. That's what that's the last line. Really, I know this is this is your deeply felt feelings on Brad Bird. It's so cynical. Your analysis of Brad Bird, whose films tend to be very earnest and kind, it's such a cynical take. He's Hollywood's Anne (laughs) Rain. Which I guess I've never actually read Anne Rain, but like I'm not disagreeing with your assessment, but it's just uh, it's very. I'm just saying, Ken Levine is gaming with Brad Bird. All right, Mad Max game will be out on 9-4, and Metal Gear Solid Five out 9-1. Just throwing that out there, that was the, the yeah. release dates that came out of GDC this week. I will play the fuck out of Mad Max game. Yes. Yeah, more details. I guess Game Informer did a cover story, and so, of course, the first thing that everyone took the details from that and put it on NeoGAF. It sounds like it's going to be kind of like a Far Cry game, because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be open the world. That makes Which is there's, perfect. There's towers you have to climb to unlock, you I'm know, like the stuff. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with doing that with as that. Mad Max. But they said, uh, 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 because... That's, that's well, like the perfect engine to put a Mad Max Yeah. Did you, uh, so, so the way they... Explosions and It's cars. open the world, but the way they kind of box you into the world without making it that you can go anywhere you want, like outside the boundaries of the game world is... Uh, when you hit like the the invisible wall, essentially you can go through the invisible wall, but then, uh, the, like gas and super yeah. like super uh, expensive resources that you can find can be found out there. Only you can only survive for a couple seconds or a couple oh, minutes. Oh, interesting. And so rather than an instant killing you when you get to the end of the world, like in most games, mm-hmm. they let you survive for a little bit. And actually, so there's some great stuff to be there's found at the edge of the world. Interesting. But you can also die, so there's a risk reward thing, which I oh, think is kind of interesting. But yeah, it's supposed to. I think it's third person. But also, like, you're supposed to be spending a lot of time in a car because that, yeah. you know, you're Mad Max and you're doing cars. Yeah, so I'm you're always having to, to find gasoline stuff. the car stuff. aspect of it is. You know, it's like, are you able to upgrade your car, modify well, your car? Well, that's what they said. They actually, yeah, no, you can't upgrade. On the tires. Well, yeah, they seriously. said originally, like, when they first designed the game that you would have to take your car to a garage to fix it up, and they realized that kind of, like, really broke the yeah. game. Because, you like, it's nice if you find something you, that yeah. can you upgrade your car with in the environment. It's nice yeah. just to do it there rather than have It kind of stinks when you have to make those compromises to the, like, the Well, that's what they were kind of talking about. Especially Mad Max game, you want things to be kind of a little bit realistic and a yeah. little bit gritty. But I mean, like, you want it to be realistic in the sense of Mad Max. But you also it's want like, it to be fun. It feels grounded like, in that world, but yeah, it is yeah. ultimately about like the choice. resource stuff. Like, yeah. you want people to have to scavenge for resources, but not so much it gets becomes a chore to do anything. Exactly. Like, like, they said the gasoline thing. Like they actually wound up putting a lot more gasoline in the game for you to sure. find than they originally thought, because... Yeah. Without enough gasoline, the game just turns into you're just walking around looking for gasoline on foot, which is no fun. Yeah. But they still want to make it so they can't just, like, like you have to be minded, mindful about the mm-hmm. resources you use. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see it. And it's done by the Just Cause guys. Mm-hmm. Just Cause 2 is fucking fun as balls. Yeah. So we'll, I don't know, we'll see what it's like. Well, the thing but... about, the reason, only reason why I couldn't really get into the Just Cause games is that they didn't even pretend to have, like, a the faintest, like, uh, uh, sheen of a plot or yeah. a character or anything like that. It was just like, yeah, just go do think. 
you know, like there were vague motivations, but they didn't, they really didn't try because they're like, we're going to get out of your way and yeah. just let you go fuck around. And like, just to have like your Mad Max. That's all I need. Is <laughs> supposed to be Tom Hardy playing? Like, no, is it, it is like, not. It's just generic it Mad is. Max. So, I, know it's, I know it's not What's-His-Face Mad Max. The genesis of this game is that originally the one of the devs was to make the game for the animated Mad Max game that oh, What's-His-Face was working on. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, Billy Miller, yeah. And then that obviously got canceled. Yeah, because originally, because he did Happy Feet and shit. He's done, <laughs> he's done CGI movies. I know, George movies. Miller's out of his fucking mind. So he was like, oh, I'll just make CGI Mad Maxes. And he got pretty far in development. George apparently. Miller's the Japanese game industry of Hollywood. <laughs> okay, so, so he uh, it's a remarkably salient comment. And then you know that that failed, and then they started working on this uh, like a couple of iterations of Mad Max right. until they finally hit on the Tom Hardy one. And during this time, like so that game died, and then they started working on this game that is pretty much unrelated to the reboot. Like it's not. Yeah, it's it's a Mad Max game, and I'm assuming they might put like maybe there might be some character cameos, but it's not like yeah, it's not supposed to be. It's not even supposed to be a prequel or anything like that. Yeah, I guess the villain is called Scrotus, (laughs) and so people on Neil Gaffer doing the thing like. That's so close to Scrotum. Like, like, and then like, other people yeah, are like, did yeah. you never see, like, a Mad Max? Like, exactly. All the games are kind of stupid like yeah, that. That's, like, that's pretty on point for a Mad Max. Body like, town. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is it? Oh, God, I really want to rewatch it. I, Matt, like... I got those movies on Blu-ray. Oh. The best part of, so, I when I watch movies, I like to understand the full context. Even if someone says, oh, you only need to watch three, I want to watch them yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. That's the reason why I've never gotten one into so the, well, no, that was where I was getting. Yeah, one is not a Mad Max movie, that, really. Because like, everyone is like, yeah, Mad Max, Mad Max, when they really need Mad Max 3. It's Road Warrior. Well, like, kind of, like, Road Warrior is a little more, like, that's everyone's favorite, but, like, Road Warrior, what? It, yeah, Road yeah. Warrior Mad Max becomes Mad Max. Yeah. True. But most people, when they talk to me about Mad Max, being someone who'd never watched in the movies, they're talking about Fire yeah, Attack. We're not thinking about California yeah. Living or whatever that, like, like, like that, that, like, uh, rap song was in the 90s. That was know. Thunderdome, not Road Warrior. <laughs> California knows how to party. California no, anyway, you so, don't remember this? Oh, like, I remember that song. Was it Tupac was all no, wrong? It was, it, was like, it was Dre and Snoop. And, oh my God, I'm racist. <laughs> 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 Man, the original Mad Max shorts. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I feel like I yeah. was oh, Everyone's living. Also, it's like eight hours long. It's eight hours long. Everyone's living in houses. <laughs> yep. No one's wearing like, tires. No one's and like Mad Max goes on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and with his family, how the movie? You don't expect that when you're thinking Mad Max post-apocalyptic. It's like if you're gonna go watch a Fallout movie, and the yeah. first Fallout movie is about everyone living in their house. Yeah. And they're like, well, literally. My context for Mad Max was, oh, uh, uh, Fallout took a lot of cues from this. Yeah. yeah. That was my context. So you're, you're, watching, you're watching that first one going, what, what is happening? There's a lot of, yeah. I think it's an interesting idea. You honestly, honestly, all it feels three of very them, right? different. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. What did, did you What did you think of them? Uh, I can't remember any of them but Beyond Thunderdome because I watched them all in a row. Oh, that's a stretch. just blew all the rest yeah. of them out of the water for me just because it was so fucking off the so charts. Thunderdome is... <laughs> Still my favorite because it is so extra. Good. That's what. So dumb. That's what. So George Miller started smoking crack <laughs> while he was writing and making that movie. But it's and... so relentlessly fun. Like yeah. there's yeah. no part of that movie yeah, that's like Tina there's Turner. a little bad guy who chases Mad Max. He dies like five times in the movie. He still comes back. And Tina Turner, mm-hmm. her character name is Anti Entity, yeah. and like the characters are oh. screw loose and. <laughs> Skyfish. Master Blaster. Master Blaster. It's amazing. It's 
it's like speaking of a live action Looney Tune, it's just ridiculous. Man, I is. love that fight. That fight uh, in that dome yeah. is probably even one of the coolest thing. The night before the new Max Max movie comes out, even if they come out and say, you know what, we're canceling this movie, we're just gonna put out Mad Max Thunder Dome again, I'd be yeah. like, I'd be down there. <laughs> we're just we're just face replacing Tom Hardy. <laughs> We've done it in, like, yeah. Captain America and stuff. Oh, my God. Anyway, in summation, I'm looking forward to the Bad Max game. Kusha, Slake, Finn McCoo, Tubby Tinte. <laughs> Ku- oh, there's a pre- yeah, pregnant... Yeah, pregnant... They said, like, characters you made up. <laughs> yeah, what do you think I got? Yeah, the, 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 one of the pregnant uh, teenage girls they run across, her name is, her name is Kusha. Kesha. I just love it's it. Kesha. Kesha. Savannah Nix. Oh, man, I had such a crush on Savannah Nix when I was a kid. The, that, the lady is uh, the leader of the the the, the, the crack in the earth kids. Yeah, she's kinda, a badass. She yeah, kinda, she kind of reminds me of Dylan. I could see that. Well, yeah, she's super like yeah, yeah. like it, yeah. Yeah, she's shaped like a lowercase. <laughs> 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 All right, okay, <laughs> moving on. Wasteland. No, it's gonna be like what? Wasteland. Well, our friend Dylan's deformed. <laughs> Wasteland 2 will be coming consoles later this year. PS4 by late summer. I had a good time with Wasteland 2. Did you beat it? No, because it was so buggy that I couldn't get past literally the last level. So it is just like the original Fallout games where it's like top-down isometric. Yeah, it feels very, it's a very similar sort of game. Oh, yeah. But I, I enjoyed the hell out of Wasteland 2, but oh, it was really I, about, about halfway through the game, bugs started force-crashing the game. Yeah. Mm. So I could pay for about 15 minutes before textures would start oh, popping out and getting really distorted. Did they since then? They or? did. They finally patched it. But when, well, they patched it a couple of times, but I was still having these bugs at the last other, battle. It seemed to break other things. Yeah, it was no good. So yeah. who made so, the game? Was it just developers from Fallout? Uh, there are dudes. There are dudes from fucking. I'm such a bad nerd. I played all these games, uh, and I can't remember Obsidian. the. Is it up? Uh, no, Obsidian is doing Black the Rocks, other thing. It you, Flint. <laughs> You're doing so Iron. good. You didn't play any of this shit. You've just listened to me talk about it. <laughs> and so you just pick up whatever terms you remember. Not like, Bethesda. Bethesda. <laughs> pretty good. No, uh, it's... Uh, according to the internet, it's In Exile Entertainment. Yes, In Exile. They did, um... Shit! The dude... Well, no, they, but they were, all, they were all... The Obsidian and In oh, Exile yeah, it's, were from it is people Obsidian from person. Black Rock. Yeah. See, you did good. I listened to you. You did listen. That's why it didn't occur to me that that is totally why Obsidian is called Obsidian is because they're a spinoff of BlackRock Entertainment. Oh, one of the guys Uh who wrote the game was supposedly a famous Star Wars novelist. Yeah. I know, but it was the dude who created the original Wasteland game uh, went on to make this. Oh, there's a lady involved, too. What? I have to say, there's a woman involved. A female. A female. I wonder why it smelled like babies. Okay, stop. So, anyway, Wasteland 2 is a lot of fun. I would be curious to replay it on consoles. But yeah, Sony announced specifically. Who knows when it's coming out for the Xbox, but yeah, they, they said may as PlayStation well 4 by summer. Oh, one of the big advantages of Unity is that you can do pretty much whatever the fuck and put it wherever you want. Yeah, you know what? So I guess the Wii U doesn't support Unity because there's not enough memory, so that's why there's not a lot of indie game coming out. I believe that, it. So. I believe it. Um, oh, and did you... Oh, uh, there's a new PS4 firmware update that's being tested now that's finally, uh, finally supposed to support uh, the suspend resume function, which they announced uh, when they first announced yeah. the PlayStation 4. Uh, that was one of the big features is that like when you stop a game, you don't even have to pause it. You just shut down the console and just boot up right back right, to the game. Yeah. Which is funny because it doesn't seem like a big feature to me because the Xbox, they wound up putting yeah. it into the Xbox, yeah. uh, which that is great. 
Because, like, yeah. no boot up screen, you just turn on your Xbox and right back into the game again. Yeah. And that'll be nice to have that on PlayStation 4. It's because they have that to some degree in that you can suspend a game and then do something else. Yeah. Like, if we're fucking around, if I'm fucking around in Dragon Age and then I want to go and play, uh, watch a movie with Foley on Netflix or something, Foley makes a face. Do you have to, you, so you, you don't even you have suspend. to pause or anything? Just as long as you hit the home button, yeah. it just saves your state. Exactly. Okay, so cool. then you literally, I close whatever doing. So and this is I not that much it. different than that. Ex- yeah. But being able to turn off my system and turning on again and going straight to that is really. Yeah. That would be really and like cool. I said, it's not a big deal, but it's something they it's first nice, announced. It's yeah. a basic bit of functionality, which yeah. was literally one of the first things they talked about with PlayStation yeah. 4. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's it's not quite so novel now because, like I said, like Xbox does it. And PC I don't owners. got no Xbox, so that works out yeah, for me. Fucking, fucking uh, Bill's next note is. Oh as my god, I forgot to look up! As always, Butt Sniffin' Pugs. All I know is that there's a game coming out called Butt Sniffin' Pugs. Okay. And so I just made a note of it without actually looking to see what it is or where it's coming to. Uh, I would just, uh, hopefully... Oh, wow. So the Verge's article, uh, the subtitle for their article about Butt Sniffin' Pugs is called Video Games Are Fart. (laughs) That's pretty good. So, while you looked that up, literally while we were recording, um, friend of the podcast, Monica, just tweeted at Boy Howdy Podcast a retweet of Fancy a Cuppa, and it's someone holding the red Lego Oh, that's smaller than I thought it would be. Although it's a mug. It's not supposed yeah. to be a giant, Man, like... we just cleaned all of our mugs. <laughs> yeah. Like, we just, we got... just went through our mugs and, like, filtered out... Like a... Okay, the... so this is this. Uh, okay, Space Beagles, Gabe Telepack, explained that buff sniff, butt-sniffing dogs... Uh, each player controls their own pug with an oversized tennis ball that serves as a mouse. Okay. Two green buttons control two unique dog actions, like do- a bark or bite. Uh-huh. Additional actions, like poo and pee, can be switched by in by sniffing other dogs' butts. It's self-triggered by popping the rear end of a toy puppy? <laughs> so is there, like, a toy puppy that you're actually... What? Oh, yeah, there is a toy puppy that you have to, like... There's, like, oh, there's I don't... props for this game. <laughs> there's... <laughs> Huh. Mm. I will buy the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Butt sniffing pugs. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Google it. You'll find but, out more than you did by hearing me kind of talk about it on the podcast. Bill was Googling it. Yeah. sniffing slim pugs. Uh, Bill also Sexy notes... Pugs? Slim. Post- Sexy ones, yeah. Uh-huh. Bill posted a link to Steam Machines. Oh, this is... Yeah, so uh, Valve actually did announce their whole line of... Let's see... Steam machines. Did you mm-hmm. see anything about this? Like, look well, up I, like the prices. And I saw everything? the name. I saw it like literally floating around, but I was immediately distracted by the Steam Link thing, which will solve the problem for me. What is what so? Is what is that? Steam? See, I saw that, but I didn't even really look into it. Steam Link is basically like Apple TV in that it's a it's like a little just a little streaming conduit that you plug into your television, and it's got one of those nice Steam controllers to it, and then you can play basically stream games from your computer to your television. Oh. Regardless if it's a Mac or PC? I, you have officially asked me a question that is more than I know, my friend. See, I, I would like, I still want like a Steam machine or a, like a gaming PC just so, oh, sure. for, just from comp- compatibility issues because yeah. there's still, there's more stuff well, coming out for Mac these days. Well, that's also, the thing. nice to have, because, well, my work machine is also my gaming machine. Nice to have a yeah. dedicated PC. Absolutely. But the thing is, Bill, it's not, it's, it's a Linux-based Steam OS. So, you're not going to be able to buy all these PC games. You're no, only you can install Windows on it. Well, that's that's not out of the box though. You got to find something exactly, else you yeah. got to do. Again, it's more justification to build a fucking PC. I know it's well, like that's what you mean. Well. Like the cheapest. <laughs> well, so the Steam machines are supposed to be comp- 
competitive with console prices, and sure. I think the cheapest one is 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 like five hundred bucks. Oh, with man. the the average is more like towards eight hundred, nine hundred, yeah. yeah. with some of them going up into multiple thousands. Yeah. So at this point, why Which, are you I mean, practically buying? You're just buying a pre-built PC at that yeah. point that doesn't even have Windows installed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess the whole point is that the thing about SteamOS and the reason why they did SteamOS beyond the fact that then they're not tethered to all the restrictions of Windows or anything sure. like that is that it's apparently all it's all designed for use with a controller. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like you can sure you can put Windows on it's it. Just but that the, controller, but not just controllers in general too, right? That I, controller yeah. freaks me out. I don't. Why? It's got it's all touch pads. It is. That's a weird choice. But I think they do have some tactile. No, stuff there is too. a there. Like, there is one thumbstick. Uh huh. But like, touch pads. Touch pads are kind of nice it seems because like, the, like our PS4 controllers are man. fucking shredded. I don't know. Already. Yeah, we've. What already, do you do to them? We've worn yeah, how through. So? Like you said, we. I'm like. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm making you sandwiches and giving you blowjobs <laughs> while you play video games, like a perfect life. That's the title of today's this, this podcast. Title. This narrative is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound. So the PB um, and BJ. The um. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. No one's gonna Eddie's mom's gonna see that go up and not listen to that episode. <laughs> so um. No, I'm I'm curious about it because I know I know people who have used it have said that it, it, it it's like any controller where it takes some getting used to, but it actually is pretty no, satisfying. They really I know liked it. So what, your They've controller is really sensitive because I know a lot of people. Oh, my PS4 controller is dead. Is dead. Is like, it all the, the rubber is worn off? That's one thing because even within a couple of weeks of the PlayStation Four people uh, uh, coming out, a lot of people were complaining that the rubber on the thumbsticks was shredding right. apart. Yeah, I don't know if you guys were having other problems aside from that, but the, um, specifically it was the rubber tips of the thumbsticks. Well, that and that's true of any controller I've ever had with rubber yeah. thumbsticks. Okay. I much prefer the rubber because it's much more comfortable yeah, than just hard plastic. Yeah. But I tr- destroy them. Like our Razer controller for the Aww. Xbox 360 just looks like it's pretty sad. It looks. It really looks like a dog got at it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> a dog named Is that the one that's like Mass Effect? Yeah. yeah. That was funny super badass. It, was, now, it yeah. was a battle damage. It was like made to look yeah, like a battle yeah. damage. No, that really does look like it just like survival war. You played. You played. This but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know something yeah. about that. Well, I'm so used to man. Fucking the DS has one thumbstick. Yeah. And touchscreen controls and I'm yeah. like so tired of that because it does I just want two fucking th- give me two fucking thumbs up well I think their their whole point is that they're trying to recontextualize what a controller I know be. I appreciate that and, and we'll not see, look at look at it from a totally like just a totally removed perspective and say well if we were to design this from scratch today what would it need to have for right. this very particular context as opposed to what is the evolution of the controller yeah. it's like no 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 if you were to invent a controller today with they had to technology. change a lot because the original version didn't even have like I, I don't think it even had the one thumbstick. Like, it was even more. The original version that came out with last year for last EDC was even more. I think it was just touchpads. Yeah. I don't think it had any face buttons. It like, mm. was more just like, what the fuck is this? Whereas they've made some concessions to make it a little I more. But... You play with it with your face? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. Just rub it well, all over with your, your nose and then your tongue because yeah. it controls that thing. Yeah, so, you just get extra it's like It's like when your nose is on the clit and the tongue is in the butthole. Hey, so also GDC this week was announced a, <laughs> Wait, shitload, a shitload of VR, Bill. I keep oh, forgetting. Bill, the tell me about the VR that was announced at GDC, Bill. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm curious about who's working at Valve? Or? So Valve released a show there. Oh. Yeah, there's a shit the ton of VR stuff. Uh, uh, the space room, the bar down the street, they're thinking about getting into VR. <laughs> 
Jesus. It's so interesting that everyone is talking about VR as the next, really the next, like, what's the big next thing? Where's my holodeck? It's not. Well, that's, it is a holodeck. Well, no, but where's pitching. my actual holodeck where, like, I get cool clothes <laughs> and I get, like, run around you with, like, get, yeah. the car. Um, no, but it's, like, and they're getting dressed about... by, like, 12 copies of the lady from True and Detective. So, I, again, I did not read very much into this, but I read, like, they're, like, yeah, they had these, t- they had this whole thing where it was, like, a 15 by 15 foot area yeah. where you could have these sensors so you could actually navigate a space. One? I think it was the valve okay, one. Yeah. Oh, man. And it was like in like because you then you would be able to actually like walk through a space. Of course, the moment through. your cat or dog walks through it, well, totally breaks it. Like, or... Who the fuck has? It's like the Wii U or, or orange the Connect- yeah, It really is because she's in armor. Yeah, I'm glad that VR tech. Wait, who's in armor? Our orange comes in and she's in armor. Oh yeah, <laughs> playing dragon. That'd be actually kind of great. <laughs> yeah, you're like but you're that's... like doing it. And the like cat comes in. It's a like, super yeah. even the best VR in the world. If you have perfect fucking VR, it's still a super isolating experience. Mm-hmm. You can only use it by yourself. It's mm-hmm. not a party thing. You can play with other people. Sure. It's always going to be by yourself. Counterpoint: How much of our um, you and I? How much of our lives do we spend playing games with other people? No, no, no. I'm just saying. But sure. still, like in terms yeah. of like, oh, it's well, just well, taking that right. Well, that's off the one top. of the things that like uh, was was it? I think it may have been Sony announcing that they had a content deal with like HBO and stuff, saying oh, you can watch movies and TV shows with this thing. Yeah. Again, but like they're trying to market a thing like this might replace your TV someday, but yeah. not if only one person can use it at no. a time. I, your TV in your living room is still something you want. Like when yeah. you guys get VR, yeah. you're never gonna be able to use it together. Maybe yeah. unless you can like have a th- program where you can like be in the same environment together. Yeah. The helmets are literally connected. We yeah. should be like, <laughs> yeah, it's like that toilet for the people who on Saturday Night Live who can't be away from each other for yeah. long enough. They have to poop next to each other. Or it's like what is it called? Was it Corton Bench? And they had like the Victorian court and benches. Like that, so it was like that's it was like a tilde, and you'd have one person sit on each. This each Saturday Night Live toilet was exactly a parody of that, except yeah. the same thing, except you're shitting at the same time because you can still hug and fondle. But sometimes, you're still sometimes, the shit. some because we have two bathrooms and they're back to back. Sometimes I want to drill a hole through the wall so, so we can hold hands, hands while we poop. <laughs> I just admitted that. <laughs> bad you know because like, yeah yeah uh you know for like when they're handling radioactive material <laughs> as long as it's like kind of like an airtight glove that you can reach through, so it's not like you're like poop hands or poop air is kind of invading each other's face i'm not pooping out of my hand but if it's a hole between That's two bathrooms we're both taking a oh, shit okay. it's better, better, be better like... poop air than poop hands <laughs> I can't believe how much checked out of VR I yeah. am. Just because it's yeah. technology could be great. Yeah. But you've got all these companies wrestling with their... They're all going to have their own separate hardware, their exactly. own different software deals. Exactly. Some software is going to work with some things and not... And it's just like... It's this console war, but it's... one of those things it's, like it's... voice controls or motion controls, where it's a great idea that everyone gets excited about because, frankly, it's a new piece of hardware that you can sell on. It feels like an evolution, and everyone gets... Re- it's, it's easy to market. Yeah. But... Who the fuck wants it? Engineers and marketers are having a field day with this, but yeah. everyone else is just like, like uh, that's great, but like, why? Well, like, I mean, if you look back at like any time that they've added a wearable to mm-hmm. to uh, to a gaming system, I don't feel like it's been very successful. Yeah. Right? And like yeah. for all the HoloLens portable, Boy? what was it Nintendo? Uh, the virtual VR, Boy, which yeah, was so big, Boy. it was even portable. You had it had came with its own unremovable desk stand. Yeah, yeah. They, when they were, so you just shoved your face into. Yeah, it. yeah. You can even Seriously. get up and walk around with it, and it plugged yeah. into the wall. It didn't even have yeah. battery. Well, I think huh. it had batteries if you wanted to, but like, what do you do? Carry it around in your arm? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Because it really had to be stained. We have one upstairs. Terrible. JoJo has one, like, complete in box and everything. Um, but, but uh, yeah, it's like, it just does not... And I don't think it, it... But when you think about even the advance of portable gamings and touch gaming, the whole thing is that it's just, like, another way of clicking. It's not really, like, no one wants multi-touch inputs and, like... Is it, are they talking about that? Are you still using control within VR? Or are you manipulating things with your hand? Do they have, like, bio gloves and all that I shit? Like Johnny pneumatic bullshit. I I don't know. I really because it is it literally is not interesting to me. I, I just play the right fuck out it. of Minecraft and VR. But I would only buy one thing. Like yeah. I would buy whatever plays Minecraft and like yeah. let, like I don't know. It's one of those things where it needs it needs killer a killer app. Aside from the fact that so many people can't use VR because they have one eye that's fucked up. There's yeah. 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 visions all I have up. I have vertigo mm-hmm. issues. And I have monocular vision. And yeah. uh, I get severe paranoia when I can't see behind me in a game. Yeah. I struggle with the first-person shooter on a TV. I can only imagine... It'll only get better when you can see everything in 3D, but you hear whispers <laughs> behind you. Oh, my God, that actually makes me... I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. i <laughs> Actually, you play Minecraft because you actually do get attacked by spiders like that, and you can't hear them until oh, they're within, like, five feet of you. This is literally my worst <laughs> nightmare. And oh. also... Check your shirt on night out. You sound actually like, like a scared cowboy right now. Like, ah! <laughs> Motherfucker. So you have super oh. mono, what, monoscopic vision? Oh, I suddenly turn into Popeye. I have, I have monocular vision. What the hell is that? Uh, my eyes uh, can focus independently. Okay, well, that kind of ruins that whole 3D so, thing. Yeah, yeah like I, I have the capacity for binocular vision, which is what everybody does. Mm-hmm. And But I've been drawing, I think, for so long. Mm-hmm. But that's at least the only thing that my optometrist can be. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that my eyes can actually focus on things that are different distances away. It's nuts. And, um, and so I could see something in general focus and then look at something is that what you can't see magic eye yeah huh yeah i just think everybody's fucking with me <laughs> but if you had two magic eyes one far five feet away and like right in front of your face. oh my god it's a big shark um so no i all of your stuff about vr is making me think about uh something that's not on bill's list that's i think a i'm gonna feel real bad if i get this wrong but i think it's a korean scientist they have made synthetic skin that can that 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 has the the same tensile strength and the same like feeling and stretch mm-hmm. and everything like that um that can report uh heat mm. pressure um heat hot cold pressure sensitivity all kinds of stuff to be and and then and then is being developed to be surgically Interesting. Um, surgically put onto uh, 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 like burn victim. Yeah, sure. Stuff like that. So you might My have first a, thought a blue was, band of latex, oh man, like right here. Like that would be the best strap on. Oh wow! Think about it. No, it would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be so good. Something like that. Science. That was my okay, first thought. Forget bird victims. It's gonna be the world's evolution, best dog. Evolution and science. I might science. get a nope. jack in my neck just Ev- so I can oh. plug it in. Evolution and <laughs> science. How can it fuck me? <laughs> How? How? You guys need an office at every like out? industrial <laughs> test center where that's just like the name of your department. <laughs> Like on the fucking side of the door is like All how right. does how can, how can we market that? this to you guys are the most people. demanding uh, actually I just realized both of you guys right now you look like the one British great British Bake Off lady you look like the other one really yeah what? your glasses and your hair right now especially what I do you look got like your Sue hair Perkins. yeah you look like Sue Perkins and I'm fine with that you yeah. think that the other one has a cowboy Reality of the Great British Bake Off tent so I can chase everyone around with a hammer. <laughs> All right. So, but that's the VR 
yoga yeah, is. No, it's just yeah, VR. VR literally it doesn't appeal to me, and I don't know if it's that I'm getting too old. Or if I'm just, I've now gone through enough of these, this is the technology that will change your life, <laughs> that I've realized, it, no, you've reached a point where it's like, graphics are pretty much, like, they can get better, but that's so expensive. Yeah. And, like, like we were at the, at Walgreens, or, like, we were at Sears the other day buying our new fucking fridge, and the guy was telling us about this new television that's coming out that's, like, more high def than 4K, even, and it's because... What did he say? It's like they're emitting light on the atomic level. Yeah. So instead of like LED, it's like individual atoms. It's not light. like a graph of lights. It's like yeah. So it was fucking like, insane, but, but and it was also, like an insane person. And he was <laughs> also saying like there's nothing out there that's really high enough resolution that yeah. this would matter yet. And that's yeah. my thing. I'm like thinking. I'm thinking. I'm gonna watch my DVD on that. And it's gonna look like horseshit. Fucking cat. I'm gonna watch old yeah. episodes of China Beach. <laughs> And, like, her face is gonna be all weird. But it's, like, exact. there's a certain point where it's, like, you know, fucking, I don't get, Blu-ray's good enough for me. I don't give a shit. Blu-ray's fine. I still want to make out with And so it's, like, how are they gonna tell me, how are they gonna sell me in this new hot garbage? She's pretty hot, too. You guys are so cute in your China Beach talk. China Beach was a shit. A great theme song. we should watch Welcome to our China Beach cast. Actually, that would be the cutest, most niche podcast you could possibly have would be a China Beach rewatch cast. That would you be it. Do, Have you actually watched any China Beach? No. We, she's I've never watched it. It came out on DVD finally, but it was like a fucking, like a really expensive box set. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't do China it. China Beach and Wonder Years, they kind of like showed them back to back when I was a kid. And that, well, it's funny because both shows take place in the yeah. middle of the 60s. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, like, it was kind of like, okay. My mom loved Chatter Beach too. I think everybody. She was a nurse, so she's especially like. It's like mash, but funny. (laughs) So moving on, we don't like VR, but we do like Chatter Beach. (laughs) Uh, Max, this really made me sad. Maxis, the studio behind SimCity and Spore and The Sims, is dead. Bill is kind of sort of dead. Supposedly, they had a guy at Maxis giving a speech at DDC. He lost his job. <gasps> it wasn't until he was done that the news broke that he got on the stage. He's like, Oh, and man. everyone would point out it's a dick move to close a studio in the middle of GDC so people yeah, are getting the news while they're shit. on the show floor. So it's not like at least before GDC you can start networking. Or something. Yeah, like, but in the middle. Damn. Like that's... Uh, you know, that, 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 but that seems like that seems like the way the gaming well, industry I was, works. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The gaming industry is not... to hurt people's feelings. Or just like destroy humans. Yeah. It is not a healthy, healthy industry that's for sad. anyone. That is why the whole thing about like this has been a common thread but it's like the whole like Gamergate thing it's like if you're gonna get angry there are lots of things to get angry about in games it's, <laughs> and it's like the treatment of people who make games is number one like forget all of us who just play the things how about the human like the human it's a like, fucking grist mill it's a yeah. fucking meat grinder oh, just, of just, just an industry up and that's it it's done. like we need a, the jungle of games <laughs> it's just yeah. like it's sad. God. Like, I was reading... The next, this, the next piece this... of news this week is Rock Band 4 is incoming. And I was watching this, and all I could think of is a friend of mine who got shit-canned from Harmonix. Like, very recently. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm just looking You'd at this... You'd think would be staffing up for that no. shit. Well, and then, like, they're looking... they had a bunch of other projects that... Yeah, they got ahead of... Think about their... <laughs> so their they're, like, last of all, I guess we got to make... Rock yeah. Well, four. think about it. So they made like a bunch of motion things that didn't work out very well, and then they made they were working what on that multiplayer shooter. They, they made like all the Fantasia canceled? and like dance. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think Fantasia was the last big thing they what made. What is it? Yeah. Dance Central was them. Yeah. 
And, uh, but, yeah, they're working on that fucking shooter, the music-based shooter that they yeah. canceled. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if it was delayed or out or canceled. No, they killed it. Harmonics making uh, another rock band game is exactly like Ben Kingsley getting cast in anything. You just need to pay the bills. Well, and, like, it's been a while, and it's, like, good for them, but, like, watching this video of all these bright-faced, like, people like, yeah, we're making another rock band game, and, like, we felt like this was the best time, and I've never had we so much energy. Money. This is the first time ever that I've watched one of those marketing videos, and my heart actually ached because I knew enough about like the 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 human element of what's been going on at Harmonix over the last year or so that I was like oh like oh it was the first no time where I was like oh babies and part of me is thinking it's it doesn't seem like it's been long enough since Rockman went away for there to be like a huge like thirst it's been for it five to come years back, which that's the thing I didn't realize it already been yeah. five years because yeah. I'm thinking it was only like maybe what three is years interesting is that they're not because those all the rock band games were published by MTV games which mm-hmm. no longer exists so what's interesting is that it's it's harmonics working with Mad Cats, the peripheral manufacturer. Which they're making a brand new hardware for, too. Yeah, so it's, it's just kind of an interesting pivot for them. I did say they're trying to figure out a way to make it so you can play your old instruments on the thing. Because they yeah. were talking about, supposedly, with the Xbox stuff, it's really easy, but there's something about the like the Sony hardware that makes it really difficult. I'll so that at least it's got to be a huge technical challenge. But that that's that'll be crazy if they can't get that, and if they actually do ask people to buy all this hardware. Because people just finally, like, we just finally put, our, put away our fucking rock band drum last summer. Yeah. Yeah. And to ask people to invest in new hardware for that stuff would be kind of rough. Yeah. rough Just because it's so specific. Yeah. It'd be one thing if it's like like a new phone or something where it's like, I use my phone all the time. I have all these purposes. It's obsolete. I yeah. get that. But it's like, no, you need a new plastic guitar. Well, about that stuff because it was such a brand new kind of thing. It yeah. was like really like the, the uniqueness was a yeah. big selling yeah. point of rock band. Yeah. Now this is kind of coming back and you already kind of know what it is and you might even be kind of fun. I mean, yeah. it'll be fun to play rock band again. Where but... is our rock band stuff? That's I what I'm saying. This is sun. the same conversation a lot of people are going to be having. It's, well, it's in the guest bedroom closet. Oh, it is in the guest bedroom closet. With, with your DJ. <laughs> I had DJ Hero. That was, you, a, that was a fun Christmas. I, I enjoyed that so much for the two hours I played. <laughs> you were so good at mashing up that Eminem song. No, that one song was really the, good. The best case scenario. Is that Rock Band does well, really well. Mm-hmm. Justify EA or uh, fucking Activision getting back involved and suddenly like, overcrowds, oversaturates the marketing and kills it off even faster than it does last time. That's your best case scenario. That's the best case scenario for Rock Band 4. Um, well, did you hear the rumors about supposedly uh, instead of just selling individual songs, it sounds like they might kind of do a Spotify thing where you just subscribe to Rock Band. Which makes sense. And that's how you're going to get all your music back. Uh, that oh, you had that, before. that totally makes well, sense. Well, they, 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 they did say everything, well, 95% of everything you bought before will be available again. Like, it'll just be part of your library. Uh, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do that because, you know, everything everyone bought was on an old generation of hardware. So yeah. I don't know how they're going to move that across. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Well, I guess everyone's got, like, Xbox Live and PlayStation accounts. If, yeah. if you bought that stuff, so I well, guess I they think, can check Didn't you have, like, a Rock Band account, too, or something? There may have been something like that, Because I think too, I remember going kinda... on the Rock Band website and looking Oh, that's for right, shit. because you could have a band... Because you could make your own tracks for it, too. Yeah, and there was all yeah, kinds like of stuff weird, like that. Yeah, yeah so... It was, like, there were a lot of interesting ideas behind Rock Band. And yeah. bully for them... I mean, it's kind of interesting that they're doing it themselves now. It's not... It's not, they're not working with a giant corporation. It's an indie yeah. rock yeah. band. And thing. the fact they've been able to license it well enough that they can get back most of that mu- those yeah. music tracks too, which is kind of That's nice. a huge amount of effort. But so. I kind of wonder if like it's still going to be hardcore rock and roll because it sounds like they're like rock, the, the evolution of the first three rock bands was trying to get people more like what, what it's really like to play an instrument and all this stuff. And it sounds mm-hmm. like they're going back more towards, no, just fucking party. Yeah. Make it really easy to play. 
like, you know, like, there's no real, like, it doesn't have to necessarily be skill involved. Yeah. And so I kind of wonder if, like, instead of just even rock music, you'll have more stuff like, more like pop stuff as opposed to just like, you know. They've always had it mixed. They, they had a mix. I wonder if it might skew a little more towards, like, you know, like Taylor Swift and stuff now, which but is they're fine. They're smart. How else are you going to get new, because you got to get new eyeballs on that shit. Get some fucking more rap in there. That'd yeah. be fucking mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. what you do with the instruments on some of that stuff, because a lot of, you know, well, it's, it's not you like. Need, you need bands. You need music that has, like, Nick- a full array of stuff. Yeah, I'll fucking Nicki Minaj and Rock Band, I'll, I'll sing the shit out of it. I'll try, <laughs> Anaconda. and I'll cry. Yeah. Yeah, Anaconda, but, yeah. truffle butter, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you got it. In other news, Blizzard announced a new non-scrawny female character for its Overwatch team shooting game, a Russian ex-bodybuilder named Zarya. It's kind of interesting because all the original character design, they were criticized. I got so many direct tweets about this. Oh, what everyone's saying. It's Foley. It's Foley. Foley, this is up your alley. Foley, this looks like huge. Well, okay. well, actually, you can, actually, your haircut's it's not Foley, like, yeah. The, this say, you... is a character you could cosplay as. Easily. Though your tattoos are so much better. Thank you. Does she have, like, what kind of tattoos? She's got, like, she's, like, like weird, weird tribal tattoos. Well, also, she's kind of, like, a Russian voice. Which is that all... made me so mad. It's like, if you're gonna, like, literally, a, if you're gonna have a cartoon big lady, it's like, oh, she's a beefy Russian. Yeah, and I... it's also, like, the heavy. It makes her even more feel like just a reskinned heavy. Yeah. I was really actually mad. It would be funny if she opened her mouth and it was just a squeak toy sound. <laughs> like she's Kristen Shaw. Kristen voice. but really it's just about... <laughs> or, she, or she sounds like Rachel Drush. Like, yeah. that's what I want. If she had... I was, but Wait, I was which one's Rachel Drush? She played all the bit characters on... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm a brain fart for a second. She just sounds exhausted all the time. Again, we talked about the Saturday Night Live special last week. Did she have a character where she would just show up and be like a downer? Mm-hmm. She dressed all yeah. brown. She's yeah. like, I have cancer. <laughs> yep. And like, that's like perfect for her. Because she, all she does, she's not wearing makeup or anything. She's just like, I'm just going to say a super downer. That I love, I love. Anyway, um, actually, the, so this character, I, 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 <gasps> Kimmy Schmidt should be an unlockable character. <laughs> I would be down for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just looking at her and I was like, it felt. I totally appreciate what they were going for. They were trying to be more inclusive. Yes. Um, they were trying to listen to feedback that they were like, yeah, oh, this is obviously a result of people yeah, complaining about the body types and in that's the game. Awesome, but at the same time, I'm looking at her. I'm like, man, Can I don't you... be a big burly Russian lady with bad tattoos. I'm like, if you want, okay, let's say you want to be a big lady with tattoos, why don't I ever be like a really cool Samoan lady with like really cool tattoos? <gasps> oh, super like, muscular, or, or like yeah, you know, and yeah, it's like, mm. like or like just do something other than like what you do. Lady. You go to Claire Humble and say, "Design us three characters." Yeah. Seriously. We'll just, as long as it meshes with like the gameplay and everything in the game, we'll just like just knock yourself out. Like I'm looking at this character, I'm like, I am already more interested in all the hypothetical skins they would have for this character than I am with this actual character. I appreciate that they're trying to make a big, like queer I mean, dike. I get that. They, really they made a Russian. The, um, the, I mean, the 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 proportioning is really great. Yeah, no, it's and, like, cool. I've only like... seen her from like the tits up, so I don't even really know what her body looks like. Did you see the first person footage yeah, of her yeah. where she has, she does have some of the biggest arms in the game? Because yeah. I'm really kind of surprised. Because like I thought like the, like she would still kind of look like that was when I officially lost interest. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot this is a MOBA. I don't give a shit. No, technically a MOBA is like a top down. Excuse strategy me. game? Excuse I me. I think that's what it is. This is so a... Not well, it's, well it's, let me put it this way. It's a team-based I looked uh, it up, uh, I looked arena it up on Wikipedia. I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it said, oh, it's a multiplayer online battle arena. I'm like, that is literally a MOBA. 
That's why I called. Well, it technically, that. that's uh, that would be because it's online. It's an arena, but yeah. like I was, but I it's, was it's, thought, it's I a team fortress. Thing. Shit. I think you're thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know more about this than you do. So why am I even being like? Well, <laughs> actually, actually, I probably am getting it wrong. No, but just, I. Whenever I hear about MOBAs, I always th- hear about like League, of Legends League of Legends and what's and... the fuck Dota. Yeah, and I, yeah. all I've ever seen of those two are like top down. It looks like StarCraft to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, well, it's, it's Team yeah. Fortress. It's really yeah. a what Team Fortress? Yeah. I just, I just don't want to, and I was like, I was kind of excited about the character until I'm like, oh. You're never going to play it, though. I'm never, never. going to play it. Never in a million years. Never. But fully, you have a character you can cosplay as, but you'd be like the hot version of her. I can always a tattoo. Why is it, that, that always seems to be the fault of whatever characters and designers are told, like, don't just make it a skinny, scrawny chick. It's always like, you got this, you've got Hammer from Fable 2, you've got the, from, from, um... Uh, not Battletoads. The Borderlands. Too. Yeah, Borderlands too. The big Bill, mechanic. But I will say, Bill, it's like, can I, oh, can we this is, well, hold Abilene? on. Is Abilene sort of, out of, but not, sort of. Who's sort Abilene? Of. Her tits Dragon don't H2. feel okay. as You can't really say, oh, this is what gamers always do, and then cite two examples. Like three no, examples. No, I'm saying game designers, that when when they're forced to go off, 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 you, off You page. cited three examples. Wait, what's wrong? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you can't <laughs> always say, it's like, it's like saying, you know, like, well, you know, it's always this in these three instances. No, but I'm saying whenever they, they're forced to do anything that's not just, like, like super skinny ladies, it's yeah. always, like, this kind of body type. No, well, and then by say always, they've only ever point, been forced to go off point. Point. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm agreeing with you, but you I'm guys, just saying. You guys, you guys are being my parents right now, so stop. <laughs> but no, my, my point is, is that I'm fine with more of this archetype. Yeah. But I just. No, it's not wrong. I, just, just do it. Just don't make it. Don't make it Russian lady. That was my thing. Man, I'm like, that is so... the laziest. Oh. It, it's just a lazy thing because it's like a cartoon archetype of like, oh, here's this built well, person. They're Russian. No, it's just I like want such more a lazy. People. I know. Like, where do, where do people do bellies? Watching that Tomorrowland trailer, I was thinking, you know what would actually be really interesting? Because Tomorrowland, I guess, is supposed to be like, they're supposed to be showing what Tomorrowland is supposed to be this idyllic world of the future. Uh-huh. And the, there's all these really tall, sexy, skinny white people oh, populating yeah. the world. Yeah. Part of me was like, how great if they went to Tomorrowland and in order to really inspire people, make people happy about this place, what if everyone kind of looked like uh, Demetrius from what, from from Kimmy Sh- uh, Kimmy Schmidt, the, the big black guy? Oh, like wait, you, you actually had people who looked like people in the theater, yeah. living in that world. Yeah. Maybe everyone's dressed a little bit better. Everyone's not just like eating peanut butter with their hands out of a jar or watching yeah. a movie about yeah. Tomorrowland. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty fun. But like, what if they actually had normal people? I mean, granted, some yeah. world's all the same thing. What if people in movies look more like us? But yeah. like in this, in this super like aspirational thing, what if the people? I mean, granted, you could say, well, in an aspirational environment where everything's perfect, people would look like us. Everyone would be eat, wouldn't be eating tagalongs while recording a podcast <laughs> in the right. basement. Right. Well, you know what I mean. But it would be like I don't know. My thing is like I'm really, I'm really, uh, I have no. Uh, so re- this week was blackout. There was blackout day this week, which oh, was man, which, which was all these really like all these a- a- African Americans were posting selfies and shit, and oh. it was really cool just to see like to go to log on to Tumblr and instead of seeing selfies of these skinny skinny white girls, it was like no, here's a here's actually different looking people, and a lot of them to a point where for a moment it was like my brain stabilized to a new normal, and I'm like it took fucking... me up because a lot of it turned out to be like a lot of white people on my feed jerking off the sexy black people, which kind of really grossed me out though because it was a lot of like how hot are these black people it was always it was all the hottest black people and it seemed a little bit like see on my mm. on my tumblr granted i only really saw it on tumblr yeah mm-hmm. and, i saw a lot of it on twitter and yeah, it was no. like, on tumblr it was mostly like here's like a really cool wheel- wheelchair bound lady and like so here's this really that. cool paraplegic lady and it was like really the whole point of it was like it was different people than yeah. i see every day and see, i, I like, saw mostly it was kind of like really light-skinned black women 
a really dark skin, but like that kind of dark exotic beauty with the big scre- springy hair or like Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. everyone just like, and I was I like, I saw people with their dads. Yeah. See, that's cool. And, that's their, and their moms. And it was just so. And like, whole oh, that speaks well to me that I don't follow enough black people that I weren't were seeing this. I was seeing white people retweeting black people. If I really yeah. want to complain, I should be actually looking at more black people would be posting selfies that are more just normal people but, but like tumblr it was just know. like it was and it was because usually my tumblr so i get really frustrated with my tumblr because i try to follow some lesbian tumblers and i follow some some gay There's tumblers so and it's all ripped white people yeah. or like skinny white yeah. people and it's depressing it is so depressing like it's hard to find terrible. a like i feel like in gay tumblr it's either lesbians where it's like skinny androgynous lesbians or it's like super alternate queer where n- neither of them look like people i can identify kirsten with. stewart or gay pirates <laughs> but it's like there's been a several things where kirsten stewart was like hey how you doing kirsten stewart <laughs> anyway yeah but it's just like i i there's like i feel bereft either way and left out either way so and, and i none of it feels like me so at least in like I was like this doesn't this these are people who aren't don't look like me either but it felt it was like I felt a, closer to this paraplegic African American woman than I did with an alternate queer or a super androgynous yeah okay, skinny white yeah. girl because just somebody who's so far removed from you on the yeah. social spectrum well I'm like, like you and I are tied and that we're not on this we're not on this like yeah. this line this in the, what is it it's like a spectrum of Tumblr where it's like you're either a skinny androgynous white girl or you're like you have 87 tattoos your entire face is is pierced and you're like you your hair is out a couple of colors that's great i don't mind either of those but that's not me either mm. way and i feel like that's the spectrum and i don't exist on it so i tumblr isn't interested in me and i was like oh you're you're also not that neither one of us can fit into weird <laughs> leather joggers <laughs> you, well, no one at this table can dress like a sexy toy soldier <laughs> Or something like that, yeah. But anyway, it was really, it was kind of, it was really, I was like, oh, and it made me realize how how ready I am to not just ingest shit with nothing, but nothing but a certain type of white person. And I mean, I know that I, I'm really bad about, I have no problem with consuming media with a male grizzled protagonist. Like, that was the thing I'm playing the order. I'm like, I, if I feel bored by this game, it is so easy for me to identify with a mid thirties white guy. Like I have no problem with that, but it was. And like, it, let me recommend a Star Wars Clone Wars. My main character is an orange fifteen year old. But it's like um, it made, it's like I I for like yeah. the thing about Kimmy Schmidt is that you yeah you have you know, like your I think Kimmy Schmidt is interesting because I granted I haven't seen that too much, but there seems to be a lot about identity and like yeah. how you perceive yourself in yes. a social structure in that yeah. show. I don't know if it's really going to be developed or something, but there's something a little bit about like how everyone's broke down and fucked up and kind of being ground up by well, New York. It's a conscious part of their lives. And how do you let people other uh, other people kind of objectify you or fuck you over versus yeah. how you value yourself a little? Right. I yeah. mean, that's kind of Kimmy's whole question the thing because like yeah. she's a mole, mole it's girl. everybody's quest in the whole show it yeah. is and, and it's it, it's I like, think that's part of the reason why I kind of like link that somehow with the Tomorrowland thing where like yeah. thinking about like especially thinking about how grubby New York and stuff and thinking about I, Tomorrowland being positive as this perfect you know future world and like I don't know something about there's something in there that kind of memorable all I can think of is what I want is there's an episode of Broad City where a city where <laughs> Lana is talking about the future she's like we're all gonna be brown and queer <laughs> like it's just like, well I'm, then we have the rave at the beginning of the Matrix where everyone's brown and just naked and <laughs> fucking each other in a cave, yeah. Uh, anyway, Which actually not the worst idea for the future. To it just made for a really boring movie. white people in a basement talking about. I, white why weren't we all sexy and brown? <laughs> 
Oh, uh, Laura Hudson and Leah Alexander announced at GDC Offworld, which was a Boing Boing site they're bringing back as explicitly. Oh, it was a site that existed? Yeah, it was like a, a Boing Boing site that was run by that. What's the name of the Brandon guy? I only, Brandon he does, Sheffield? I don't know his That's surname. That's the only Brandon name I know. Uh, all, he now does Venus Patrol. Um, virtually like indie game focused, but anyway, he had done this game. That's, this... that's not that's that's not a good name. <laughs> so, <they're... laughs> say you're gonna be on the internet having uh, throws a penis. Uh, Brandon Boyer. There we go. That's I know that name. Yeah, yeah, he's been in the. He's wait, been... wait, he's super cute. He's got a beard. Yeah, yes, yeah. Oh. He's a Portlander. We need to high five. Was him he? Is he? So he's a gaming industry person. Yeah, I know that name. So oh, he. I yeah. This... <laughs> he done. He had done off world back in the day for boy. I'm gonna objectify him. He's adorable. He's cutie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but I no, his beard is. Really Leigh Alexander, soft. who's one of my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> writers in gaming. She's been Love at Game of Sutra for a while. And um, Laura, uh, Laura Hudson, Laura Hudson, who's a total sweetheart. She's yeah. been working at Wired, and she had been working at Comics Alliance for a long time. Oh, Brandon Ball, follow Brandon Boyer follows me on Twitter. <laughs> I've loved you forever, Brandon Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. My point. I follow him. What? I'm <laughs> having a stroke here. So my point is, these are two look at, ladies. Look at that beard. It's like cashmere. You guys just talk about Brandon Boyer. Let me know, know when you're done, and then I'll continue talking Sorry, about continue. Off World. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a very different thing, but they are now taking the site that Boing Boing had run and making it explicitly an inclusive like gaming site, which is br- that's what I've been fucking. When we remember, like, and this very podcast two or three years ago, and they're announcing Polygon. We're like, you know what? We need a fresh perspective. I've been dying for a website that's you just a get new that perspective. There's so much like you. Does- <laughs> Just have the McElroys. I do love the McElroys, and that's why I rationally love Polygon, but they hired an entertainment editor recently, and I'm like, I know that's where the clicks are, but I do not want to go to a, web, a gaming site for my It's interesting, because Justin McElroy himself, he's, he's made a couple statements on Twitter and stuff where it doesn't sound like he's maybe happy with that either. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it's... This he's got a kid to... Bills. Yeah, what exactly. are you going to do? You have to do, you know... And also, at the end of the day, you know, you got to pay the bills. Like, the website has to pay the bills, too, and if that gets traction, then that gets traction. I get yeah. it. But um, I'm really excited. Those two ladies are really good writers. They're really smart. And the idea of them leading... You guys are just playing with players. I'm excited about Annie? Offworld. We're this podcast be, is going on too long. You're going to be the girl talking about women's rights. We're going to be the boys. Going, <laughs> it's a bantha attacking the Spurgeon <laughs> restaurant. No, ah! I, I think it's going to be great night. I have a lot of respect for those two ladies. I'm as, really excited about as it. creators and my creators. Back it's in, launching tomorrow. My only experience with Leah Alexander... What's her mm-hmm. name? Is that, um, so I guess, uh, like maybe last year she had written an article for somebody about, uh, she was, I think she was talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. I think she was talking about how the Sonic the Hedgehog games weren't very good at all. Uh-huh. Like there's essentially questioning everyone's un, un, yeah, untested yeah. love yeah. of, of Sonic the Hedgehog. And one of the guys who hosts a podcast I listen to, the Player One podcast, um, he used to be, uh, he's a professional games reviewer back in the 90s. He wrote for Electronic Gaming Monthly and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he's a huge Sega, uh, Sega nerd. Okay. And he's a Sega historian and stuff like that. And he just tweeted at her after this article went live last year. Like, she just sa- saying something to the degree of like, hey, Alexander, Alexander, I don't think you're really taking into consideration the historical context of what these sure. games were like when they sure. came out and like how people, you know, you're, you're, you're not quite thinking about like, the context of these games when sure. they came out. And so she just tweeted back, I've played more Sonic games than you ever have. 
the end or something. Like, this very kind of snotty thing yeah. to this guy. And I don't think she understood who she was tweeting to. Not to be like, she didn't understand who she was messing with. But yeah. this is a professional game reviewer who is known for being this huge yeah. game historian I... who reviewed these games professionally when they first came out. Sure. And she, she just, and she, like... The other thing, too, being a lady on the internet, I'm sure she gets, she gets lots thing. of, well, actually, comments That's from dudes thing. on the internet. If you want to talk about context, think about the context of being a games journalist on Twitter. Yeah. Who posts an article that is questioning an established truth. Yeah. That is really entrenched. So That's the and thing. getting any, um, actually. Yeah. Like, you're never so... going to research and think about the context of each, um, And this one turned into an argument, but, sure. like, Sure. People... I can understand how that would, But all the game journal, yeah. journals online were kind of like, oh, she has, she has that that's kind of the stupidest thing you could tweet at this guy who's sure. like known if you know sure. this guy like that's you don't you know, like not not even out of respect but sure this guy's yeah. played more sonic games this than guy, yeah. anybody on the planet he was coming from but, a place of knowing like having an, yeah. a differing uh, like it's like well consider this context i get that but i'm just saying it's well that's this the is, thing yeah this is something i've struggled with a lot it during this the last couple of years and like is that with when you see twitter twitter's such an open forum for so many different people and for me and Foley, that's been great because we we don't have a lot of audience or anything like that so i've met amazing people through twitter but I think about that, like, I, I had a, a picture that I took of Erica, um, she retweeted it, and so a lot of people faved it, and a lot of people retweeted it, and uh, I got some comments from some people, and there's just, like, my first reaction was like, I don't care what you think. Like just people uh, commenting, not even good not, or bad, but just saying stuff. Well, they're stuff. just saying stuff, and it, I was just a asshole reaction, yeah. I was just like, that's cute, I don't care. And I'm like, this was a tiny, just a tiny moment of people chiming in, and as well they should, no one said anything wrong or mean or anything. It was just a moment of like, I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, fuck, can you imagine being an actual internet presence where like you can say the most casual thing on fucking Twitter that doesn't matter, and people, and like some rando pops up, and you're expected to engage with them politely and with respect with them as a human, regardless of the fact that what, you're getting all you're doing other all mentions. day every day is being attacked and like it's dogged like, and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been talking to people like, yeah, Twitter isn't worse when I'm getting... When and I'm... so this is a conversation that was essentially, essentially held by the small corner of the internet of, like, like professional gamer, older professional gamer yeah. reviews. A lot of them guys were like, that was funny that she said this, but we understand that, like, whatever. We're not going to persecute this. Like, we're not going to... No one's going to take offense. You know, like, well, like whatever. It's but like when I first... It was just funny. When but... I first learned of this whole Zoe Quinn, Quinn mess, one of the... And I looked at Zoe Quinn for the first time, because I'd heard of Depression Quest, and it's like, I, I don't want to play games that are about wanting to kill yourself, because that's been my life, and I don't want to do that for fun. Uh-huh. But, um, I went on her Twitter, and, like, her Twitter feed was just her saying, fuck you to randos. And my first thought was... Man, you know that all they're gonna do is take screenshots of that and hold that against you anytime you actually have to write a civil dialogue. Yeah. And my first reaction was oh, to be disappointed in her. Yeah. But then, like, and and like that is such a bullshit attitude of mine because of, I mean, like being relentlessly hounded is no way to live your fucking life. Yeah. But it's expected if you don't treat every single interaction with utmost respect and confidence, then fuck you. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, it's just there's just no way to win. It, just treat everything with fart jokes. <laughs> there is no... Damn! <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's one of the things I'm always, on the internet, I'm always going to give, if, if it's pretty much a lady on the internet, it's not, never going to hurt to give them the benefit of a doubt yeah. a little bit, just because, just by virtue of being a lady on the internet, it's your, sad that that's your brave. perspective is so skewed anyway, or like what how you're being treated is like, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. like... 
that person's going to be halfway a little did bit you, crazy just from being on the internet and being a lady. Did you read the, like, Kota- the Kotaku Christ. in action post from the dev who was talking about how uncomfortable he was at GDC? No, I don't He He posted this whole thing where he's like, you know, I'm a minority and a dev and I've been in the games industry a long time. What's his minority? He didn't. He's like, I didn't. That's want... important, Annie. <laughs> well, his whole thing what? is like. <laughs> on the scale of minorities that we need to <laughs> worry about. What is the about? range of suffering? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. his whole we thing is like. the suffering. His whole thing was saying. Do we that take he, it seriously? He was, a, he, it was a burner account. He's like, I'm not going to say what minority I am no, because okay. I'm already I don't want to be identified by what I'm saying is, he's basically saying that he that how uncomfortable he felt at GDC because he was like it it was weird to me that I've worked in this industry for 15 years do, but there was also an atmosphere of, of making real games when people who make like HTML choice games are like getting in the VIP lounge just because they've been attacked online all that sort of stuff and but the, the, the nut of his argument was gender neutral at, at bathrooms make me uncomfortable all these people with their dyed hair make me uncomfortable and there was a lot of hugging and oh that is this that guy that guy because I heard I didn't know who it came from. Well, and, and I'm just like, hugging in the multicolored hair was especially like, wow, fucked up is your life that you're well, just worried about like, this. I'm just like, I'm like, oh, do you feel uncomfortable at a public event associated to something you feel passionate about? Look at how the other half lives, motherfucker. I know you did. That was the context for that thing. Yeah, and it was like, oh, your mild discomfort, a thing that you're really a passionate boo-boo. about. Yeah. Welcome to my first two paxes, asshole. <laughs> what? you're gonna complain about people having multicolored hair and hugging. Like, yeah. I'm I'm a cranky old asshole who yeah. hates fluffy little bunnies too. Yeah. At the same time, man, after, uh, especially after the year gaming has had, if that's the seriously? worst thing that you have to deal with at a human being at GDC, yeah. is like, people are being too friendly. People yeah. are being too accepting. Fuck you, eat yeah. my ass with a fucking spoon. All, all, and his, his attitude was also like, yeah, there were articles about social, there were like panels about social justice or whatever. Don't worry, they're not taking over. There's still stuff on like how to build a level and do shading and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, motherfucker, after the last year, you kind of, the worst thing you can do is ignore everything that happened and pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah. Like we gotta, shit like, little things like Zarya, it's a dumb thing and I've got issues with it, but it's an important move in the right direction. And it's a tiny thing on the global scale of things, so fucking unclench and let it happen. Did you see that, uh, uh, Emerald City is having gender gender neutral bathrooms. Yeah, but uh, segregated Marvel and DC bathrooms. <laughs> okay, that was good. I just thought. That's a really good. Show. That's good. What? I'm gonna mail that to the New Yorker. That's good. Bill, I actually that made good job. That was a really good job. It's a shame that you wasted that on the Boyanic <laughs> podcast and are like oh, three listeners. As opposed to Leland, I hope you love that. Twitter. Let us let's have a that joke. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste it. Okay, right now. <laughs> Marvel DC. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, don't look at your head and be like squiggle, dick. That's, what? that's my life anyway. Uh, shout out to Leland Radburn too. I just started following him on Twitter. I just realized I should have been following him years ago. You know what I realized? Why haven't we had Leland on the podcast? Why is he not like he should be here? He should be just like serving us drinks. We should be serving him drinks. <laughs> Leland should we be, should be we should take turns being each other's cabana boys. Yeah, <laughs> I could be dating Leland. Yeah, no, it's it's Leland Radburn. He's 
He's an old friend of ours from here He's in Portland. Yeah, I bumped him when Jazz. I was at the Rickard Gaming. <laughs> Jazz. His middle name is Jazz. He's so good. Leland's the best. Leland's great. Jazz. We yeah. need to have him on the podcast. Anyway. Uh, the Sarkeesian Effect documentary duo, the bathroom-wearing oh, caveman, and the bald vampire-looking motherfucker, notes Bill, had a pretty entertaining public breakup. Did you hear the details about this? Oh, man. So I tried to watch the videos. I was looking for a summation. Trying to figure out what exactly happened is pretty hard. Yeah. I was trying to find just a brief summation, but these dudes are not our laborious motherfuckers. So. It is. Like, everything they have to say about anything they've ever done is just so long-winded and The will they, won't they have it? Or, like, the, the both sides. I was trying to get both sides of it to understand the perspective. And then the, the, the baldy dude basically was like, I gave him advice on picking up women, and he he, he got mad at me. It was yeah. basically what a baldy he came in, like, kicked him out of the car or something like that. They were driving somewhere. So I guess, do you know these two guys? That I have seen this? pictures of them, and there are reasons I'm gay. <laughs> they look, I, well, I love the one guy. He never puts on his shirt. It's always him with his draggly long hair. Again, I sh- I'm the last person to be making fun of how anyone looks. Sure. But when you're supposed to be positing yourself as this yeah. professional who's smarter and better than everyone else, yeah. and you're caveman, he looks like Captain Caveman. <laughs> and there's this other guy who's like all like you know, a, a feet with a vampire skull. He looks like so. What the, the who's the dude in Dragon Age everyone hates? Solus. Solus. Egghead. Egghead. Just, yeah. So I guess they broke up. Something about like. So the caveman was refusing to pay the vampire enough money and kicked him out or something like And it also, supposedly, this did start out by, like, the one guy insulting the other guy's pickup tactics. Yeah. Which is delicious. I want to eat the situation with a fucking you spoon. make it up. It, sound, is, it sounds like it was birthed from the mind of Tina Fey. It really is the schadenfreude effect. <laughs> it is just fucking... Oh my, and I get, it's one of those things where I hate these guys that much I want to spend too much time or attention on it, but sure. it's just like, how oh. they imploded so, and part of me, like, some people were suggesting online that this may be a publicity stunt, because I'm like, that actually makes more sense than anything, because I, like, this is so perfect, that I almost think this has to be it manufactured, is ridiculous, but then I'm like, yeah. well, look at it, no, these guys really just, they, they gotta be dipshits, they're just <laughs> fucking morons, oh, buddies. So. Uh, HBO Now, out next month for $15. So, what do you guys think? You guys know exactly what this is, right? <laughs> it's just Tell the thing me you about can subscribe it. only to HBO. Yeah, it's like HBO, is, this is the HBO thing, Go. exactly. Yeah, yeah, this is basically what the... HBO Go, but without a, an account, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is basically what the guy who was in charge of HBO said wouldn't happen three years ago. Yeah. Exactly, and not that long ago, which in yeah. terms of like, entertainment no, he, stuff is not that long. Yeah, like... He was adamant. He was like, no... That, well, it makes me. It hasn't that? been officially announced, but it sounds like that this is rumored by a whole bunch of people. They're going to announce it in the next couple weeks because Game of Thrones comes out in less than a month. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so it'll be just in time for Game of Thrones. It's until interesting. It I wonder what their philosophy is because they did a deal with Amazon that Amazon Prime has all of this HBO content. Well, I guess so, like, get to I keep, keep going. It, but... that, well, my, if your whole point is like, so you get the new HBO content, right. you can get the old stuff from other services. Right. That's the thing. I'm wondering if you do get do you, like if you subscribe to HBO. So HBO Go is the app that everyone already has right. hbo now is supposed to be like yeah it's, it's specifically if you don't have a cable account <laughs> is it hbo, HBO get out of the house <laughs> <laughs> hbo go read a fucking go outside go yeah. outside it's like you pay 25 dollars a month and we shut your tv down <laughs> so i mean that's the thing without an official announcement there's it's just it's mostly just that there's it, there's it's going to be out next month it's going to cost 15 bucks yeah i don't know you get all of HBO's HBO's content. You just yeah. get to watch all the movies, HBO or do you Go, just get their original programming? Some archives. Like I watched some great documentaries with HBO Go. It wasn't complete. Like everything they ever. But you done. can't watch like the Lego movie or anything, huh? 
Well, I, I can't own, remember. I own one. What I was looking for in HBO was not things I can get elsewhere. I was Real looking sex. for HBO exclusive stuff. Real sex. Is that a documentary? You don't even know what I'm talking about. I can go have it. Back <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, I want a podcast with two people on a sex life. God, no, but there, you, in the back in the 80s, there used to be uh, there was a, yeah, there yeah, was real a, sex there documentary was a, series. Um, that's how I found out there were wolf-shaped vaginas. Wolf-shaped? <laughs> there was an episode where they're like, these these like there's a swingers camp for people uh-huh. fucking each other uh-huh. and like part of the thing was also sexual education things happened mm-hmm. in this camp and so this lady had this big chart of what different vulvas look okay. like and she was like some ladies look vulvas like there's the wolf okay. thing and there's the chicken vulva oh. and all this other stuff and I'm like I remember just a kid seeing that going wolf vagina <laughs> <laughs> the vaginas look like wolves and actually if you like look like if, if like you paused it and looked at but, 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 it but is it like, like is it like is it like clouds I don't know. That's the thing. I would like. I would pause and look at it and go like, "This doesn't look like a wolf." Doesn't look like a wolf. Like, how do you make Lady look like a wolf? No, I just like the idea of baby Bill Hunter pausing Lady in the picture. I just like trying to figure out what animals like. Just, just the bowl full spaghetti. Pausing it. Not even turned on, but just like, no. How is it? It looks like someone. This just looks like a close up of someone making a kissy face. How does that look like a wolf? But yeah, she was, she had like twelve different things. It's good. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm curious to see if HBO Go is literally just like. I wonder if it's a different service where it's like this is all the current HBO without any of the back catalog stuff. I would love it to be. I hope it's just a window into whatever program they have every day, so I can watch Clear and Present Danger like five <laughs> times a day. Yes. Like that kind of shit. Yes. I would pay for a service if I could just have Turner Classic Movies oh, and just like watch what I... whatever random shit you, they're you airing. You and a couple other people on like this week were specifically lamenting yeah. not having a, 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 yeah. not not being able to watch Turner Classic Movies. Yeah, which. Uh, my parents never, they didn't get Turner Classic Movies until after I moved out of the house. Sure. So I'd sometimes go over to the house, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to watch them turn Especially, well, I've mentioned this before, during Halloween, yeah. they would have yeah. uh, crazy Halloween. Yeah. All month long would be nothing but horror movies. Yeah. And like, crazy obscure ones and classic ones. Yeah. It wasn't just like Freddy versus Jason and shit. It's like, the thing about, the thing that I miss about cable is like, the thing about cable is you would just watch what's on. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't a bad thing in a lot of cases. But in the case of Turner Classic Movies, it's like three o'clock in the morning. Like, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like now where I stare at Netflix and like, what should I? I watch it was like i'm just gonna turn on clear what turn they made movies. the decision for you I yeah watched, that's how we learned about butch casting sundance kid oh really can you that, can netflix just develop like a russian roulette if well, they were smart except it's just like what's on yeah yeah it's like like that's how i learned about that's how i watched butch casting sundance kid that's how i watched paths of glory that's how i watched the man who would be king and those okay. are three of my favorite movies they and are. i never would have watched them if not for you know during classic movies during the morning i can't believe after a decade of like instant content access with stuff like netflix now the ideal swing back towards like yeah. i just want to turn on tv and just have a channel on of stuff <laughs> i don't mind what to do just, yeah it's i don't like, want to think about what i want to be entertained by i don't want to put much thought into the this. thing is is that it's not just that it's there it's that it is to some degree curated and what i always loved about turn yeah, exactly, movies yeah. is that they would have like interstitials or like sometimes things, episodes like, would be, oh. yeah they explain like what the they, they have a little like talk like this is why this is significant or this is the story behind one this, of the best or, things ever like i've mentioned this before scott thompson did a hosting of uh whatever happened to baby jane yeah and his interstitials before the hosting on it was yeah. fucking good with scott thompson scott the kids thompson in the hall is... just being super just flaming well see crazy. i really like but then he would 
also do informative stuff. He See, would kind I of slide into the buddy stuff. About the but movies. then, yeah, but he would actually talk about this stuff. And he would also talk about, like, why he's hosting, what it meant to him, yeah. and why, he, why he's hosting that particular movie. One but, of my like, favorite things, uh, there was a brief time where Cartoon Network did something like that. They had a show called, I think it was called Toonheads, uh-huh. where they would screen classic Looney Tunes and or other classic cartoons, and then, like, the Turner Classic movies, they'd have, like, a little like a little thing before that explaining, like, this is important because of this, and this linked to this, and this yeah. is spoofing this. See, I miss that era of cable, because, like, I grew up with, like, older HBO and stuff, and sure. things weren't quite that curated, and you didn't have quite such nice channels like uh, TCM. It was yeah. more just, like... The best thing I had was, like, Joe Bob's Briggs. Yeah. Where, like, USA, like, like up all night, like, yeah. during the weekends, which, like, show schlocky horror movies. What I'm saying and is... have funny commentary. But it wasn't like, yeah, you had... you That was... Oh, I man, either... I'm jealous. That's I want to find was. a cache of VHS tapes from the late 90s of Turner Classic Movies, I guess, oh, is man. what I'm saying. So, oh. anyway... Um, let's see. Uh, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey and The Hobbit in live action Beauty and the Beast. So let's pretend this is a game show. Tell me what this means. (laughs) (laughs) You know the rules. Now you have to figure it out. Downton Abbey and Hobbit in live action Beauty and the Beast. So Hobbit, I'm guessing you mean... Well, no, because if it's Beauty and the Beast, who is like the fuckable Hobbit? <laughs> have you seen more than the first Hobbit movie? <laughs> no. Because if you haven't, you don't even know who we're talking about because <laughs> okay. he only shows up in the last two movies. I have no idea who oh, Okay, about. so uh, Downton Abbey. Have you guys seen Downton Abbey? We watched I the know. first episode and peaced out. Well, then you only saw the first episode. He only shows up for 10 seconds at the end of the last episode. The Kind of like the guy who was like the main character on Downton Abbey, mm-hmm. the sexy guy who becomes the inheritor of Downton Abbey. Okay. He is going to play the Beast. I'm looking this up because this is... Let's see if I approve of this. Yeah. And Gaston, because this is specifically a live-action adaptation of is. the cartoon, is going to be... There's a dude who kills Smog with a bow and arrow in the Hobbit movies. He's like this bearded dude. Right. He's like Larry the Archer or something is he, like that. Is, Larry, he, is he the one that has the thing for the elf lady? Is it? Is he? I don't know. I've never Wait, seen this. Wait, how do you know? I know there's because a I'm angle. on Tumblr! He's, a, he's not a beard, but he's not one of the dwarves. He's a human dude. He's a, I think oh, he's okay, a tall human guy. There's oh, sexy... it's Luke Evans! Luke who? Evans is going to play Gaston. That's brilliant! Wait, who's Luke Evans? That'll what? do. What do you do? I would fuck him Luke for Evans, one thing. Luke Evans is hot. Luke yeah. Evans is fuckable. He's, like, he's the hunky... I always confuse him with the other guy. With Chris Evans? No, 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 no. There's a, what's the fuck? Atumnus. I always confuse Mc, it with Atumnus. James, James, James McAvoy. James they McAvoy look, and Luke Evans look. They're the same kind of white boy, uh, and they tend to have like the same kind of facial hair so, thing going on. So Luke Evans is hot, and he um, showed up in the Immortals briefly okay. as Zeus. I don't oh. remember. I don't care. He was in the movie oh, he with Jenna played- Arterton. He played oh, Dracula. He was, he was super hunky. Yeah. Bard the Bowman. That's some, I was thinking Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. There uh, was a Three Cop. Musketeers? Uh, it was a, oh, yeah. No, that was yep. the one with uh, What's His Butt who did all the Resident Evil movies. It was, yeah, a, lot that was a lot of fun. Wow. It was terrible. It was a lot of fun. Oh, he said, oh here's yeah, the he bad guy. He was the love interest in Tamara Drew. The bad guy in Fast and the Furious 6. <laughs> you guys have to watch the fast. <laughs> he's the one telling, hey, he's the one telling Gina We keep Cardo. coming back to this. He says, See Michelle Rodriguez over there, beat the shit out of her. Gina Carano says, "Yes, sir." And then uh, they fight. Is Dan Stevens is not thick enough. I know he's human beast. I'm assuming he's only. Oh, hopefully he just like shows up for the ten seconds that they want to turn. Well, have the they said anything about how they're doing the beast? Like, no, nothing be... about that. It just they just he's announced. They've only announced exactly. the cast. So yeah, it's gonna be Hermione as okay. as Larry. That's all right. Like I would be okay with this guy if it was his face stapled on like. On Luke Evans' body? Maybe no, Luke no. Evans is crazy? On, like, The Rock's body. It would no. have to be, like, I want a giant man to play yeah. the beast. Would it be okay to have a CGI beast? 
Depends on how is, much I want to fuck this, with this, does this wow. piece have to be a live action version of uh, the original beast? They can't no. redesign the beast. And I, people, have, I have no problem. People well, not stab. Like, you'd have to have like the teeth and the horns and the furriness. That's what I'm kind of wondering. And then you can kind of do whatever you want. I'm, that I'm thinking it's just going to be down Abbey with like a like like sh- like he just needs a shave. It's going to be the thing where like yeah, it's they're going to try to make him sexy or something. Did you know that Fifty Shades of Grey stuff that takes place in Portland? What? I was reading about it what? last night. No way. Seriously, it's in Portland. The Heathman Hotel downtown. Seriously? That's where, like, the first time when they start beating each other up. shot there? Is it based I don't, there? I don't know the movie is, but the book is specifically the Heathman. Seriously? And every time I walk past the Heathman, I, I laugh because they have the guards out front all dressed up. <laughs> and I'm like, secretly, I know why. Up in the top floor, people beating each other with ha- with hammers and shit like that. In bed. That sounds about right. Yeah. Man, I still haven't seen, I still haven't made fully go see that movie. Fuck. Did you guys read the book? Trailer? No. No. We saw a trailer. I saw so I I follow I subscribe to a mailing list of a boot company that I like, Ariat Boots. I love you. And they sent an email out going, "Oh, you need to see this movie." I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's a movie. It's a Nicholas Sparks movie. I've never seen a Nicholas Sparks movie. No, no, I've read a Nicholas Sparks, What's Nicholas Sparks book. The Notebook. Uh, like oh that guy the, yeah he, he, is this, it full of himself yeah I think you've mentioned this I know podcast. nothing about Nicholas Sparks I've never seen any of his chick flicks but like this is like he he writes these books that turn into these chick flicks that like he wrote Chappie cry. <laughs> that's it but Chappie's but no, getting such bad reviews this fucking, this fucking movie and they're never my kind of movie at all and uh, the fucking trailer is this cowboy who's trying to make it at the rodeo and this oh chick, I saw when I went to go to the last guy, time they had yeah and then Alda like with dreams of a flashback World War Two romance. I'm really watching like this. Latino. I saw the trailer thinking this might be an Annie movie. I know. And I'm then so Alan Alda showed up, this. and then I was like, well, maybe not. But then it's a World War Two flashback, and then I'm like, I'm so fucked. I'm gonna go see this movie. I sent the link to Foley. Just like, so date night, right? So we're gonna have a is, hetero larping. Is that coming out soon? Hetero larping. Oh, I assume so. If they're having joke. trailers we're gonna, for stuff, we're gonna, we're gonna my joke is hetero larping. Yeah, you know, you might, you're gonna get driven crazy if it's Hollywood's idea of like cowboy country kind of bullshit. Like, that's Bill. You mean every single movie with a know. cowboy in it? You know what? I saw. I was looking at something where they were talking about like new releases for Blu-rays, and like next week comes out the man who made the Quiet Man. I think it's a documentary about John Ford making the Quiet Man, but not. It's not the Quiet Man on Blu-ray itself, <laughs> which is really because I forgot Easter. Oh no, St. Patrick's Day is coming. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is coming. Oh, My right father's. Fully wedding dad's wedding anniversary because he's my, that kind of Irishman. My dad, American Irishman, is named Patrick. Yep. Oh, your dad is adorable. Oh. Okay, we're gonna wrap this up because my phone is almost out of juice, <laughs> so that's a sign. We're almost um, at the end. Harrison Ford crashed. Harrison Ford was in a plane crash. What a dingus. Well, I mean, good on him for saying I'm gonna be an old man who flies airplanes. And granted, it sounds like the plane just like the engine stalled oh, out. It's yeah. not like his fault. It's, no, it's it's not pilot's error. Although, who let 72-year-old people fly airplanes? Do we have enough money? Who's going to stop you? I know, but they should have snipers. Snipers are like sleep darts. Yeah. Sleep. And then they, like, he has, they, like, they, they inception him so he has a dream <laughs> without having flown the plane. He wakes up, he's like, that was a refreshing flight. <laughs>
you can see I could like, jump the, farther than he the, flew. The furrow in the ground and everything. I'm like, how could that be a crash? Like, even if you're a really good pilot, like with the speed and everything, it doesn't yeah, make sense. He, yeah, because so he, makes a lot he more had literally sense only then. flown like maybe 100 yards before okay. he crashed. He was just that in makes the middle a lot taking more off. Sense, then. Uh, especially like, but it's he almost died. I know. I love how everyone online is like, I hate to be this person, but I'm so glad he finished work on Star Wars before he almost died. I was just gonna say something about that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I'm kind of wondering this, this. As, uh, depending on how fixed he is on Keep On Flying, uh, I wonder if this may be actually the end of his movie career, not because he's hurt or anything like that, but um, supposedly but his insurance rates. Planes? Oh. Uh, if he wants to keep on making movies, who anyone who wants to make a movie with him, if he insists on Keep On Flying while he's making movies, mm-hmm. his insurance is going to go through the fucking roof. Yeah, yeah. And movie companies are, are likely... Now he, like, I'm sure they'll pay for that, but I wonder yeah. if it's one of those things where like the movie it's companies the, yeah, will hassle him so much about, like, we can't let you fly while we're working on this mm-hmm. movie. You might just say, fuck it, I'm old enough, I got enough money, you I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop making movies. And that might entirely happen. Crashing so. planes. <laughs> and one way well, I... He's been in a crash before, hasn't he? A couple. I guess, yeah, I guess this is not, this not his he, first rodeo. He pli- but... Well, because he, he pli- flies a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize he was that much of an av- avid flyer until yeah. this happened. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so assuming that, like... He, he seems kind of grumpy about being in movies. I, I would be kind of great if he just said, fuck it, I'm not going to make movies anymore. I'm just going to keep on flying. Can you imagine being in a position in your life where you're like, I love to do this thing. Fuck it. I'm not going to do anything else. I'd love to be at that position. What it, what happens in like 10 years where I'm like, Annie, I'd stop building Lego. I'm like, no, fuck it. I quit. I got money and yeah. Lego. What else do I need? My house could be built out of Lego. That's my <laughs> new thing. <laughs> All right. At that point, we'll have a cyber dong and like we'll be set. Just bring it in full circle. I'm good. What? Is, do they have super? Do they have dongs yet that actually feel like human skin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I don't know how good ta- dong technology the is. The only reason why good. I know this is because when I, yeah Foley when she worked at the sex shop she mm-hmm. found that she discovered this company called Vic Skin uh-huh. and the thing is that it feels like skin and they use it because it wasn't it like it was it's it's, from, surg- it's surgical grade uh, silicone yeah. yeah. So it's like they took those medical advances. That was my why my first thought was oh that's gonna be really good. Which that makes sense you would apply that to the real good song. It's gonna be a really good song. Oh my god. Anyway, okay, wrapping things up. (laughs) Harv Bennett died. Uh, looping all the way back around to Star Trek stuff, he was the producer of all the old uh, Star Trek movies with the original cast. He's the one who um so when Star Trek one got made, it bombed horrifically. Uh, Gene Roddenberry, the inventor of Star Trek, he was the guy who uh, came up with the idea for the first Star Trek movie. And because that movie bombed so badly, uh, Paramount actually kicked him off of mm-hmm. Star Trek. Oh, really? Yeah. After that, and they brought in this new guy, Harv Bennett guy, who produced all the Star Trek movies after that. And uh, he and Leonard Nimoy worked together really well. So, like, that's how they, you know, they produced, like, Star Trek Four. Like, yeah. you know, pretty much. Yeah. He's this Harv Bennett guy, along with Leonard Nimoy. And Star Trek with, alive until... Yeah, with Nicholas Meyer, the guy who wrote and directed Star Trek Two, and he co- mm-hmm. helped co-write Star Trek Four. Those three guys were really responsible, yeah, keeping Star Trek alive until Gene Roddenberry got back in the saddle and made Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny that both of those guys died within a week. Harv Aww. Bennett and Leonard Nimoy. Hard week to be a Trek nerd. Harv. Yeah. And Harv Bennett, he Harv left Star Trek. Because he wanted Star Trek Six to be about... It was going to be a flashback to how Spock and McCoy, or Spock and uh, Kirk, Kirk and McCoy all met in the Starfleet Academy, really? which then turned oh, into shocking. the idea yeah. for yeah, the, Star, the, Star the actual Star Trek movie. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And so, but yeah, they didn't no, want to know you did just say the actual Star Trek movie. But I just say when Star Trek, in terms of like, you know, it's just called Star Don't Trek. Don't be mean uh-huh. to him. <laughs> it's not that bad. Back I don't hate him. Like everyone else does. I I'm going to go sit on that side with Bill. Well, um, the, the actual version of that story that got made is what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, that was the best it. part of that movie. It really it's was. Like, Although, the best part was... Imagine if they had made a 
Starfleet like Academy Years movie like back in like 1989 or whatever so when he first pitched it. It would have been when so 90s. All of them. I don't know. It was all the actors. Jason but Priestley. In young <laughs> no, no, no. no. Kurt. What? No, it's all the original cast in Young Makeup. <laughs> it would have been Hello, <laughs> Young Fellows. <laughs> it would have yeah. been, yeah, it would have been uh, uh, William Shatner eating fruit by the foot. So there's this dude on on he uh, he's a YouTube review guy named the Nostalgia Critic. Yeah. And he reviews old movies and stuff like that. And he has a buddy named the Nostalgia Chick who talks about stuff, old movies and stuff like that. Uh-huh. She reviews like girl movies and stuff like that. And me girl and uh, Dylan were watching a thing where she was reviewing old candy from the nineties, the snacks. Yeah. So Capri Sun's Fruit by the Foot. Oh Half God. of the shit I'd never even heard of before. Yeah. Fruit Gushers. Yeah, yeah. I remember Fruit Gushers. Uh, How did they find good? Food. That's one of the things because like they're also like some of the stuff they're they're taste testing is stuff that's been discontinued for a while oh, too. So it's time. old candy and snacks. There was like kangaroo dipping snacks. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Like all those. kinds of stuff like that. I the commercials for those. Yeah, anything yeah else. well, then yeah. don't start singing the theme song. Yeah, like, yeah. What the hell is this? Bill, hashtag just 90s kid things. Yeah, that, that, that was the whole point of the yeah. video. And Dylan was like, I never got to eat any of this stuff. But it always looked really cool. And she didn't, like, from yeah. watching TV, she knew, the, like, the jingles for all this yeah. stuff. And I was we old enough. We got brainwashed, son. Oh, man. Well, that just got me thinking about that. Uh, yeah. In conclusion, Hannibal Season 4 will be debuting on June 4th. Wow. Or Season 3. Actually. <laughs> Actually. Was it, uh, isn't that the date that the new Florence Welch album comes no, out? that is... June 2nd. Oh, excuse me. Well, it's a good weekend it's gonna be a for you I was going to say, a yeah. good week for Fofo. It's possibly going to be a good weekend. A very tonally um, dissonant Alana, week. <laughs> Alana Bloom was ejected out of a window. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck is happening? Man. Is we that, know she's involved. A... Yeah. We know that, that, uh, that what's it? Because I, I, obviously it's just Are a vehicle. A vehicle for ingesting Carolyn Davernoff yeah. is what Hannibal is for Unfortunately, me. that's what Hannibal wanted it to be, too. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Delicious. Um, that was good. <laughs> so um so yeah and, and i know that uh what's his name brian fuller yeah is was like we're going to treat her character better there's going to be this that and the other yeah, she better, hasn't been she in was... shit she's been in none of the promo stuff yeah she's Did they nowhere... have from, from, wait, from the new season yeah because yeah, yeah brian fuller was like yeah because you know what really when you think about it um uh yeah a lot of bloom has been through the most shit and she has well, like that was, kinda, that was one of the disappointing things about last that season. was the thing yeah. i'm like i want her because will graham is not an interesting character he's not just having him be right no one believes him is yeah. not an interesting art yeah so alana has actually been through the most and we lost um in a very epic way my other favorite lady character uh, yeah. hitty and um, park yeah um, she had so many layers she did <laughs> Looks <laughs> like a jawbreaker and onion. Um, but yeah, so we lost her, and but she, I loved, and I loved her response to that. Yeah. And there, there's all of these awesome. There is all these awesome women on that show. There's Did we lose what's her about the reporter? Didn't she die? No. No, she's still kicking. No, but she was used as a she was used as. Well, and then you do have what's yeah, her face right. coming back though. Supposed to, you have Jillian Anderson. Supposedly she's Jillian coming Anderson's back full time this season. It's just like yeah. like a huge portion. Like, of I want really season. okay, but in my fan fiction though, uh, this next season is like a Kill Bill type scenario. <laughs> it's just Jillian Anderson and Carolyn Verna beating, tracking down, and having like this elaborate, most dangerous well, game scenario. Well, this should be where the show really takes off. Spoilers for anyone who's watched Hannibal who hasn't watched Hannibal. The last season ends with uh, Hannibal essentially almost killing everyone and yeah. being outed. Because yeah. the first three seasons of the show is him. He's he's the serial killer everyone's looking for, but no yeah. one knows it. Yeah. yeah. So now this it sounds like it should become more the Hannibal show everyone now, expected. Which is which is like that, that's 
I, this I was wait, fine the way it was before too. I, I like the idea. Wait, Hannibal. Wait, wait, wait. Am I am I screwed up in this? There's been a, fir- a first and second season. This is the third. This season. is the this third season. Third season. Yeah. So, okay. No, but so so and Brian Fuller had talked about how the the fourth season is supposed to actually be Red Dragon. Yeah, I think fourth, he said he has a plan for like four or five seasons. Or, yeah, like he has a five plan, He has a plan like to that. do yeah. to basically like like go through all of Thomas Harris's stuff yeah. better than than except for Silence of the Lambs, which is perfect and beautiful. But like to to go through all of that and to do that entire character arc, which is going to be neat because yeah. you're going to have all this backstory and it's going to mm-hmm. be through the lens of Brian Fuller, which mm-hmm. means a lot of the superfluous characters have turned into rad ass women. So I'm like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. But um, because Alan Bloom is fucking boring. We're yeah. just gonna put that out there. Yeah. Um, even though the rest of the thing is really great. And they don't give much to Alana Bloom to do. I mostly just like her because it's Carolyn. It's Carolyn. She does the best she can with what she's. Given. She does, and she's much. amazing. But so so give her Alan Bloom has a, a, that character has a lot more to do later. Okay, cool. Which is which is ho- what I'm super hopeful about. Yeah. Um, and Red Dragon is 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 a really awesome story the the concept of it is really great and it is you know it the focus is shifted off of hannibal a little mm-hmm. bit and then it's 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 gonna be really interesting so you're yeah. you're in that in that area where he has to he has to connect those narratives yeah the 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 yeah the pre the prequel sort of thing that he has built yeah yeah with these characters and then slot it and into then slot it yeah. into into this this accepted canon and that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be really interesting so i guess zachary quinto is supposed to be playing I forgot francis dollarhide who is the same character that ray fines played in red dragon yes I, that means nothing to me because i don't know that's I gonna that so be much. fucking fantastic so is it dollarhide another serial killer yes huh hmm. uh, all I know is the promo. I've, I haven't. I didn't even know they had any trailers or anything out from the new season. Oh, All I, I saw was like a magazine ad of Hannibal on a motorbike, like, <laughs> like tight leathers on. He's <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen. He what is... a creepy looking hunk. When the hell is that movie coming out with him and Ava Green? That's a western. Uh, it's got a really long. Wait, movie. what? There was a, a Danish Spoilers, western. That may never come out, even if it's finished filming. They may <laughs> realize at the end they're like, "What the hell? What did we, did just we make? No, we uh, made a fever dream." Yeah. They, no, there's this a Danish western called The Salvation. They got a really limited U.S. release. I'm sure it'll go direct to okay. video down. Did you guys ever wind up watching the Danish uh, period piece that was on Netflix for a while starring Mads Mikkelsen yes. where he's a dude and stuff happens? Yes. I watched half of it. Fully watched all of it. Yeah, it's beautiful. No, okay. He's a hunk. He's a weird looking but really it's compelling the, dude. It's the, the charisma aspect. And I well, can't watch like, the one where they think he's like a of the hunt. The hunt, where they think he's a pedophile. Like, Valhalla Rising, like, his character should be, like, you could essentially, like, in the 80s, that character would have been played, like, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and been just, like, a weird... It, no. My point is, is that it's a part that is, like, nothing but the mute brute, oh, God, and he brings what? such a presence to Who's role. the guy, who's the guy that played the Russian boxer in the Rocky? The, like, Rocky oh, thing. yeah, uh, dude played, yeah, dude face. Dude face. Dude face. He I looks Rocco. like Duke Nukem. Oh fucking uh, Rocky Four! Oh god, he played, what's his name? He was an Infinite Soldier, and he played. Ah, okay. Um, oh, Dolph. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Okay. Yes. Dolph Lundgren. But it would have been that sort of dude, and instead yeah. he brings such gravitas and like intensity to this mute character, and he says nothing. Says nothing, and that movie is he is the most nuanced character. Though. I Wait, which movie? Valhalla Rising oh, okay. is not a movie that I recommend, but it was no. the first movie that I saw with Mads Mikkelsen where I was really blown away by his performance because before that I'd seen him as Le Chiffre and he does a great he's job great. as that villain but um like it was Valhalla Rising that made me go shit Mads Mikkelsen fuck 
Uh, much better than all the movies starring Golf Lundgren. Golf Lundgren. His you were so like Bill waiting to make that joke. Bill sitting with his hands clasped. Just Golf Lundgren drives an electric car. Golf, <laughs> Golf Lundgren has a moped. and He loves Jamie Oliver. <laughs> he does love Jamie Oliver. And with that, everybody, this was the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. Howdy at BoyHattiePodcast.com. You can email us. You can also use the contact form on BoyHattiePodcast.com to drop us a note. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all next week. Freshly excited by the Lego convention. I apologize in advance. Oh, man. Next week's podcast is going to be nothing but clanking sounds of Lego pieces yeah. going clonk, clonk. Yeah, yeah. Ah, clonk, clonk, clonk. What? This is the sound of next week. (laughs) Look forward to it, fellas. We'll talk to you then. Take care, guys. Say bye, Foley. Oh, bye. (laughs) Bye, Foley. So, what's it going to take to make you guys watch Fast and Furious? Foley's seen them. I just. Foley's seen them. But now you know the sexy guy's the villain of that movie. I've talked it way too much that it could ever like live up to any expectations that I set for it. It's not that great. No, it's a terrible movie. But it's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. I know, but that's the. Thank you.